ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? Before we get into the show, I got to let everyone know what this show is all about because every Monday we are doing the Overreaction Monday. We're talking studs. We're talking duds. We're going to be mixing in some injuries, and we're definitely going to be talking about the top IDP players to get on your radar. And uh, I always like to start with the studs first. We're going to go position by position, and we'll do like QB studs, and then we'll go QB duds. And uh, anyone who has... Some studs or duds, throw them in the comments because this is the time where we vent after a crazy-ass week of football. And also, if anyone wants to continue to troll me about my Niners and you happen to be a Cowboy fan, I'm saying So I'll, I'll give you one funny story before we get into this. So there's this dude... Um, I mean, you know all the guys with their over, with their fucking uh, with their crazy ass standings and their chalky standings and shit uh, yeah. ranking for the week. And so there was one dude uh, from the Undroppables, those scrubs over there, and um, he puts uh, Trey Lance at eleven, and he puts Aaron Rodgers at number twelve. And I'm like, are you crazy? Trey Lance in the top twelve, week one, horrible fucking rain and all that, and and you got him over Aaron Rodgers. And so halfway through the game on the, the Aaron Rodgers game, so Lance has already gone. Lance has already been trash. He puts a, like a, a some goofy-looking smile. And I was like, bro, are you really taking a victory lap over someone that scored 10 points right now? Like, that's what we're doing in this. You may have been right on Lance over Rodgers, but you had him as number 11. Is he even going to crack the top 24? And then he blocked me. <laughs> you know why? It's because... They don't want they're they're so insecure. Like just just goes for most of these analysts. They're so insecure about being wrong. Right? And you can tell when someone's habitually wrong because they take victory laps on bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And even and even wait until after the game and then talk shit about Rogers. But I don't know why anyone would want to take a victory lap on Lance. 
yesterday, especially if you said you were going to have him inside your top 12. That's just a stupid fucking take. Well, it's week one. It's week one, not season long. That's what I'm talking about. Just week one rankings. Twitter fingers, <laughs> Twitter fingers man. That's what it is. <clears throat> Let me shout out everyone who's up in the crew, who's up in the chat. Austin, what up, bro? Ooh, just bought a one-way ticket to the Barkley train. There you go. Killing it yesterday. We're going to talk about uh, the running backs real soon. Uh, Mike said, Javante about to go crazy. Can't wait. AJ said, the Cowboys are dog water. Crispy said, Dak is ass. <laughs> Crispy said, Devonta Smith is ass. <laughs> oh, is that why you put him on the bus? <laughs> he put him on the trade block. I almost wanted to come and be like, you only want to trade people that are clearly ass. Not the best time to trade someone after a performance like that. That's for sure. And uh, Frank said, "Leak one, week one, let players down." That's for sure. We got some. We got some good. Uh, we got some good overreactions, and then we have some bad overreactions. It's gonna be fun. Tyson I got. I got an. Over, I got an overall overreaction for everybody that did bad week one. Let this shit motivate you, bro, because it's. 13 more weeks to the regular season. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even uh, there was one specific league last year, um, Iggy's uh, Fantasy Sevens, where I started off like 0 and 6 or 0 and 7. And those were the 0 and 7. And those were the only games that I lost for the season. I went on a tear and just won every other game after that and still made it into the playoffs and still kicked someone out of the playoffs who'd been locked in for a playoff spot damn near all season. I, I remember this. You went, you went zero and seven. Then you ripped off seven straight, and then one more in the playoffs to make it eight. And then, yeah, and that was all she wrote. But still, it was fun getting there. And like Iggy was was jocking me all over the pods every week. Like, oh, hustlers on another tear, and he's like the highest scoring team in the tournament. <laughs> and uh, so shit can happen. You'd make a couple waiver wire pickups. Um, some of your uh, league mates are going to get injuries. That's just the way it works. You just got to be on the wire. That is what's going to make your team um, turn from trash to treasure. If you think it's trash in week one. And uh, I think Titan I have said, that. I Titan said, glad I, my, go ahead. Hold on. Titan said, glad I traded all my injured players to bogey though. <laughs> they didn't get injured till you sent them to me. And first of all, I knew it was a bad sign. When one of the, in one of our first trades, I sent him Harold Landry, and then Titans just killed him immediately. Like, <laughs> Titan, here's the thing: I think one thing Titans need to realize is that this happens to him with other trades he makes with people, not just me. You know what I mean? Like, there's yep. a common denominator here. I was telling you about it what yesterday or the day before. Yeah, I was like, bro, if you look at all the trades I made with Titans, something goes awry. Like, matter of fact, I felt a sudden urge. To get Cooper Rush everywhere and or uh, Jalen Warren, like, and it was just, you know, just in case, you know what I mean? And uh, I had the spidey sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy that you did that. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what kind of waivers uh, I get. Cause I put in on Cooper Rush in a bunch let, of, let, let's start, let's start there. Let's, let's start with, uh, with the Steelers game. My, 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 I'm that probably well, we're going to go position by position. So let, let's start. Oh, okay. With, uh, we're not going to go game by game. No, 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 no. We're okay. not going to go game by game. I like to go position by position. Let me get a piece of paper real quick just so I can mark down all my timestamps. And, uh, yeah, so we'll go position by position. We'll kind of stay. We'll try to stay on the rails as much as possible. 
And so we are starting with the quarterbacks. And we're going to start off with uh, with some of these stud quarterbacks. Let me see. I got uh, – hold up. Let me get over here. I can make this a little bigger. Let's see. All right. Let's see if we can get this to take up the whole – there we go. Let's get this zoomed in a bunch now. All right. There we go. Now, hopefully, people can see it a little better. All right. Let's start off with these QBs. And, uh, man, for everybody who is hating on Patrick Mahomes, I what the fuck does everybody got to say now? That's all I got to say. Patrick Mahomes is a motherfucking beast. I think he hit something like him and Herbert both hit like nine different receivers. Something like that. I know Herbert for sure. Yeah. I was, I, I was taking a gander at everybody's numbers. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but most so, of it, I mean, I pay, I pay good enough attention. No, but I mean, five passing tugs, everybody shut up. Yeah. 360 yards. Um, only nine incompletions, 30 for 39. Let me see what, uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like the best percentage, but I think it's, uh, 70, 77. There you go. I was <laughs> going to say it's over 75. You know yeah. what? 77, if I do the math, minus 9, minus 8%. 69. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even hold it in. <laughs> what up, Albert? And uh, so Patrick Mahomes, number one. On the week, at least so far, we still got Danger Russ and we got Geno Smith. We'll see if either one of them can crack. Oh, no, Geno. <laughs> but uh, number two on the day, this has to be the one that surprised the most people was Carson Wentz with his 40-point performance, 313 yards, four big touchdowns. I mean, Carson Wentz, he's had these type of games before. That What surprises me is the yardage because, like, He's the guy who was like, you know, when he was a when he was a thing back in 2017, he was more on the efficiency. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he got some volume here. How many pass attempts did he have? 41 and 61 uh, percent on the completion percentage. See, because normally he's like uh, you know, 35, I mean made 30 pass attempt motherfucker at, at most. You know what I mean? He's always been on a team trying to emphasize the run. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is like the I mean, first time where he's on a team where it may be. I mean, I don't know. I, I got to look at the rushing numbers, but I mean, it seemed well, like they were pass first more than anything. Yeah, I mean, look and at it's this. It's not like they were losing either. They weren't losing a bunch of the game until the end. Yeah, Terry McLaurin just taking away a ton of attention so much that Curtis Samuel was eating. And, and Terry like, still had a decent game for being a decoy most of the game. Yeah, and then, you know, Curtis Samuel – you know, they they were doing Curtis Samuel things. You know, this is the same regime. This is the same coaching regime that drafted him to Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. They, they love using him in the gadget, uh, you know, gadget way. Uh, and plays he's back and healthy finally. Finally back yeah. healthy. I mean, we'll see how long it lasts. And then obviously, Jahan Dodson. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about him when we get to the wide yeah. receivers. Um, and, but uh, yeah, I mean, these. Are, this is a great ahead. trio. And then even Logan Thomas dropped one in the end zone. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Let's overreact on him because he was drafted as like QB 20 to 25. After this first game, assuming health, is he a top 15 guy? K 
can he be a top 15 guy? I think I think he'll be 15 and 18 because I, I think uh, chip on shoulders a real thing for Carson Wentz, but, <laughs> but nothing with Carson Wentz lasts long, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is great preparation in the entire offseason. He wasn't dealing with no injuries like he was when he in the offseason with the Colts. Remember that? Started the season fucked up. Yeah, so, and, and he, he missed all the preseason and training camp because of – Yeah, he attitude. almost wasn't even going to play week one last year. No, so this doesn't surprise me. This is what a veteran is supposed to do against the Jags who clearly don't have it together yet. They're going to be fun. They're going to be a fun team, but they're hella rusty and crusty. And then out of all the revenge narratives that we had this year, I mean, shit, I mean, to start the year, Carson Wentz sticking it to his old coach. There you go. And uh, AJ said, I lost in all my hustler leagues. Good way to be initiated and motivated. There you go, bro. There you go. Yeah. All, all these leagues aren't going to be, uh, aren't going to be easy. Like it's only savages who play in these leagues. I, I mean, I wish I could create leagues that I could just molly everyone and just win every league. Um, but then know. you'd be all these other, but then you would be 99% of these analysts who think they're good at this because they <laughs> play great. in their home leagues and, and they are their work league and they kick everyone's ass and they make one-sided trades in their favor. And then they go and then they tell everyone how bad they are. I'm the baddest <laughs> motherfucker on fantasy. Take a lap. Or just, or just bringing in all the rookies who've never played in a certain format and then creating zero content, like around like actually players that they should draft or. Like anything like that. Like it pisses me off that Crispy has so much Bobby Wagner because we, because I've been hyping him up all year, you know, ever since he moved over there. And uh, that's how, that's how it goes though. I want to beat I mean, people at their best, not at their worst. Crispy knows Bobby Wagner senior though. So he's been, <laughs> he's been aware of this kid since he was born. You know I mean? Yep. And uh, Francisco, <laughs> Francisco, it's your birthday. Happy right? birthday. Francisco. Yeah, Happy birthday, have, Francisco. They said we have a close one going in WWF one. That's for sure. I'm I'm a little bit nervous about that one. And the dough in the house said blessings, all blessings, dough. Yes, made the blessings from fantasy Jesus rain down upon all of us. And we're gonna go ahead and pass around this collection plate. <laughs> we, leave those, we don't, leave those we don't have chats. change. Leave for those Leave those super chats for a blessing, okay? We want to bless your lineups for week, for Monday night and for week two. <laughs> well, you got to go like this, right? That's what they do in the Christian church. They go like this. <laughs> Raise your hands to the fantasy Jesus. <laughs> ah, give it up to the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> Today, uh, I know we're looking for a Monday night miracle. Uh, but, uh, have seen the light. Uh, it's like, so funny. Why, why, does every, why does every preacher talk like the game? <laughs> <laughs> Today, uh, I'm going to kick your ass. Uh. Uh, hey, that's where he got it. I, I never realized Triple H is a television evangelist. That's so funny because the rock making fun of his ass. <laughs> and I got a $2 whore for a wife. Uh, everyone started going crazy <laughs> when it got on Stephanie McMahon on that. <laughs> oh, sh hey, you know what's crazy? That's how you know the game was on his way to the top no matter what. Because when you're fucking Stephanie McMahon, you're fucking Vince McMahon with boobs. Pretty much.
And at minimum, you're fucking Shane McMahon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, just a little bit. Just a little bit of the tip. Just saying. I mean, you, <laughs> you might as well be looking at the same face. <laughs> Oh man, that's why I made her get the boob job. It just had to be so big. I was like, just and then at one point me. he was looking at her. He was like, hey, let's, <laughs> "Let's take the nose down a little bit." Just, yeah, you know, if we just take that nose down just a just a little bit. Because <laughs> then they shaved her shit all the way down like Mike Jackson, bro. Yeah, so we're we're gonna get to these uh we're gonna get these running backs in a second, or right, and the uh, wide receivers in a second. But he said, "Love how fast the Tolbert hype plummeted." That's just crazy, man. Healthy scratch for what? Who the hell they have out there? Like Tolbert. They had Dennis Houston, who was the other guy that was like, you know what I mean? That was uh, he was battling with to be that third on the depth chart. Well, that was more of a rhetorical question because they didn't do shit out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, no. who the fuck did they have out there? No man, Noah Brown. I know that's the guy over there. Downtown <laughs> Noah Brown. That's gonna be the guy. Bro, and he's not even downtown. He's just like in the in the he's around the corner. It's all everything was short, bro. All right, let's get back into these QBs. So, um, Josh Allen, I mean, of course, hold on, hold on. The stallion, third best performance on the week so far 39 points. Uh, his rushing is what brought him up a little bit 10 attempts for 56 yards and the tug. Um, I mean, great fucking uh, percentage. You know, when he, he almost took a knee in the end of the game. And he didn't want to fuck his stats up, right? Yeah, but then, because then when you take a knee, they drop a yard, right? On his on your rushing. Yeah. So he would have went from what's that, fifty six to um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, one thing that is uh, that that shocked me right off the bat: the efficiency, thir- twenty six for thirty one. That is eighty four percent. Uh, for the mm-hmm. day, just a super, super that's higher than 2020's uh completion rating because he 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 significantly dropped in in, in, in in completion rating from 2020 to 21. So, this is awesome. Back at it, the stallion, and mm-hmm. then we got Herbert. So, all three of those guys were over the 30 the 30 point mark. So, I'd say those were the big time studs for the week, and then we got Herbert in here, uh, coming in at uh, three touchdowns, 279. Let's see what his completion percentage was. He had to throw a few away. Uh, And still, 76% on the completion percentage for Herbert, 26 for 34. And then we got Lamar Jackson, who came in killing it. Didn't have the yardage, only 213 yards, but he had those three big TDs. Um, The efficiency, though, not there for Lamar, uh, 57%. Um, still not too shabby, com- you know, considering who he was throwing to. No rushing yards, though. Only 17 rushing yards. Um, how about, how about Jameis Winston, though? He's someone that I was excited to talk about because uh, he threw for 269 69. yards. 69, dudes! Two touchdowns. Not the most efficient either. Twenty. It was all in one half. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was ugly. It was ugly. The, in, in the, first half. the inefficiencies in the, in the numbers, when you look at Winston, it all came from the first half. He couldn't get nothing going. So, like, if 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 he can – like, this second half performance, that was the Jameis Winston we were seeing last year. Very efficient. You know what I mean? Um, a, a low touchdown to interception ratio. It was like 
I, I was like, oh, no, he's not looking good after the ACL. Then they came back after the half. I don't know, maybe ate some stolen crabs, sexually harassed somebody. I don't know what he did in the half, but he came back on fire. Crispy, throwing in that super chat. You the man, bro. Let me get you added for another entry into the sign. Michael Vick, Atlanta Falcons football give, uh, raffle. Get those super chats in now, guys. We are only, uh, let me go get a count where we're at right now, but we're hella close after Sunday. Hella, hella. Only 35 subscribers away. We are right there. By the power invested me in the fantasy gods. The 35 will come. Gemmo in the house said, hello, Mr. C-minus here. I'm glad that we motivated so many people with the grades that we gave them. <laughs> so fucking funny because, man, there's multiple people bringing that up yesterday, and I love it. I love it. That's why we do them. We want you to fucking get pissed off and get more motivated. That's why we grade It's a guys. marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Bandy in the house. What up, homie? What up, Bandy? Shout out to the icon. I missed your call last night. I was putting the baby to sleep. And one night, I didn't want to hear you troll me. And uh, Smokey the Cat Cat, we're going to be ta um, talking about running backs here pretty soon. So bring that question up when we when we get back to the RBs. We're almost there. We're, uh, we're almost through the stud QBs. And then we got to talk about some trash QBs. Um, so let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we'll talk about the top ten. And uh, Hurts up in there at the top ten. Uh, 243 yards for him. It was that rushing, though, just like we expected. 90 yards had the tug on the ground. Burrow still cracking the top ten. I mean, I know we still got two more quarterbacks to go. But 338 yards, two touchdowns, had 47 yards on the ground. I mean, shit, to still make it in the top 10 with having like four or five um, turnovers is pretty impressive. Would you say he's mighty? He's definitely mighty. Mighty Joe Young. Because rule. It's crazy because a lot of those interceptions weren't really his fault no. either. Like we're talking about like Steelers making plays on the ball. Minka Fitzpatrick, I forget who got the second or the third one, but he totally fucking, he hogged the wide receiver. Like, he came from out of nowhere, got his hands in there, got it with the fingertips, and just snatched it right out of his hands pretty much. It's a real Sagittarius thing where, like, we do our part. It was everybody else fucked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, did you see, okay, there was a couple big ones where, like, when he overthrew fake Mike Thomas, I was like, wow, right, that right, was right. That would have just that was the dagger right there. You know that I mean? wasn't an interception though, right? That was just him missing no, on the throw. No, but that would have been the dagger. You know what I mean? Because then, oh yeah, the, but because then what you're also throwing that, the, a, a fake person. We're throwing the fake Mike Thomas. He wasn't throwing it to Higgins or Chase. So they go to punt it, and their fucking long snapper gets hurt. And then so now 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 they get the ball back again, and they go down, and it's all the fucking phony uh. <laughs> Chase touchdowns, right? The non mm -hmm. the non touchdowns. Then they finally get the touchdown. They go to kick the extra point, but it's the backup long snapper. Yeah. This fool botches the snap basically. Takes too long. And it's like, and then you know what they're oh, you know what they're getting. It's the uh it's from losing the Super Bowl. It's like you get the next year woes. So I know that there's been a couple exceptions to this rule in the last 20 years, but yeah. for the most part, if you lose the Super Bowl. You are missing the playoffs the next year. I mean, the Steelers, the Chiefs, I mean, Patriots, those are a couple rules 
to the exception. But if you go back all the way to 2000 and you see who lost the Super Bowl the next year, they missed the playoffs. You know, if you go back to who won the Super Bowl, it's almost the same. Like they don't go back except for this Tom Brady, like you said, or the Sagittarius led Seahawks because Russ won it and went back. You know what I mean? And Mahomes, he was an exception to the rule. Didn't make it uh, <coughs> back to the to. Did they make it back to the Super Bowl? They got, no, they, 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 well, they, they got to the title game. Yeah, no, they, no, they got to back. They got back and lost. Was they it, was back, it and back to back years? To Brady. Yeah. So they beat my. Oh Niners. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then they then they lose to Brady. Yeah. So really, there's only a couple exceptions to this rule for the last 20 years. And, uh, and the, I guess the common denominator is those are elite quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, cause really, I mean, you're, we see it already. The injuries, if you played longer into the season, your body just probably isn't as recovered as some other people. I mean, there's a lot of people who stop who stopped playing in the beginning of January and the Bengals are going all the way to the middle of February. So I mean, that's, just, that's how it goes. All right. Um, Murray still cracked the top 10. I mean, that's just how bad some of the play was this week. 190. Yeah, it was a garbage time. Got those two touchdowns, had about 200 yards. And then Tannehill, really surprised about Tannehill making it into the top 10 because I hate him. And uh, 266 yards, uh, 20 for 33. Efficiency was not there, but had those two touchdowns. Yeah, um... I, I just think Tennessee is going to be good in reality at one point, not for fantasy. And, like, the Saquon thing, that one surprised me a lot in this game because that defense, man, like, they're the number one – they're a number one run defense to, to close the year out, and you know what I mean? So, I know I know that um, it's not like we were going after Saquon everywhere, but, I mean, you and I had been on record for saying, like, we want him mm-hmm. this year if we're getting him at a good value a year removed oh, yeah. from the ACL. I wish I had more of them. I really do. You know what's crazy is the assholes assholes that were, like, bringing them up on the one-two turnaround, like, on the one side. And they're, like, you know what I mean? Like, in in some of my home leagues, and they were thinking they were slick. And I was, like, stupid ass. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, I want Saquon, but not. I didn't want to pay that. You know what I mean? Like, you're taking them over guys like Devontae Adams and shit like that. Like, I think think the schedule is going to say a lot for Saquon. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Tino said Kurt Warner and John Elway made it back. I mean, th- so I mean that that was even we're pre- going back to back. Yeah, that was, was John Elway. Pre- we we were talking about all the way back to two thousand too. So yeah, so John Elway definitely was, in it was ninety eight, ninety nine. Elite. Uh, well, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight. Excuse yeah. me. And, That's uh, right. Kurt Warner was ninety nine. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I mean Kurt Warner, but just like we said, the exception to the rule is usually if you have a boss QB, an elite QB. And uh, let's see. Or Mike, uh, or Mike Shanahan, right? Man, we'll uh, we'll mention the uh, we'll mention Kirk Cousins because he did have twenty three points. Same because uh, he's a corky son bitch. Same amount as Ryan Tannehill, two hundred seventy seven yards and two tugs. But uh, let's get this uh, let's get this dump truck fired up here. First guy we got to mention coming in with only four points. Mr. Darren Rogers, same shit as last year. Fucking Darren, dude. A lot probably wasn't his fault, but uh, I don't. He needed to. They, they needed to fix something. Um, I mean, I know that the line. He's missing both of his tackles. Like that's another thing that sucks. I know a lot of people aren't even going to bring that up. 
missing your starting left tackle and your starting right tackle. Yeah. I mean, of course the, he was the left five. <laughs> I think the left was what hurt him more because he's been without Bakhtiari on that right side for a long time now. You know what I mean? Right. And like when you see some of some of the hits he was taking, bro, like there was one he got sandwiched. Yeah. They came from both sides, bro. They, and they were playing meet at the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I they was both like, Damn. fucked him up. <laughs> so uh let's see. So it, uh, in addition to Darren Rodgers, the only other QB coming up with single digit points, Mr. Dak Prescott. Fucking whack Prescott. Yep. And uh and, thumbs and down. The big old thumbs down, and he's gonna be missing some games, so all bad for the cowboys. Because of the thumb. <laughs> and uh we said it before we, we said it before any of these games even started. The NFC East always produces a different divisional winner year after year. I mean, this pretty much guarantees right now <laughs> that the cowboys are not gonna repeat as the division champs. Not unless Commander Carson has something to say about that. <laughs> now, you know uh, what? All y'all, like I said, trolling me, talking about, oh, it's having your Niners. This is rah, 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 rah. Thumbs <laughs> down. I cannot remember who said Washington um, would be the sneaky play to get in. It, it was only one person who said it, and I was on board for that because last year we were hyped as fuck about Washington when Ryan Fitzpatrick went over there and he got hurt in the first half of the first game. And so nothing really came to fruition. So I was, I'm really backing up that Washington train. I got a bunch of scary Terry, you know, I got a bunch of Carson Wentz hella late in these two. I'm not going to say Washington, man. They had so, they struggled so much with a bum ass Jags team trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of people struggled. Jags. There was, there was a there was a Travis Etienne touchdown. He throws it right over his head. Yeah. Wide open, wide open right there across the flat, right over the, the pylon. And yeah. Fucking, then then another a botched like handoff type of spike, wannabe spike looking thing, right? That would have been. But we're literally crazy. talking about both teams doing the same thing. Both teams had a shit yeah. performance. They came out one and oh. If you have a shit yeah. performance and you come out one and oh, I mean all, all okay, but does do anybody be believe? Let me ask you this. Does anybody believe the Giants are a good team all of a sudden? I bet no one thinks the Giants are good all of a sudden, right? Hey, hold on, though. If Saquon Barkley is getting off like he was yesterday in the NFC least, you're not telling me that they can't compete for a while. I mean, the schedule outside outside their, their division is bad. You know what I mean? I mean, for everybody in the NFC least outside your division is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think, um, I think. One thing is uh, Jalen Hurts and, and that they, that Eagles squad. They're for real. I mean, they, they they have slow starts, but that's, I mean, they're kind of picking up where they left off last year. So this is kind of crazy. So we got to go back in league number one, uh, the Hustler League. Me and Francisco are playing each other, right? And we made this huge trade um, during the, the initial draft. Um, so this is not last year, but um, uh, 2021. So last year, two seasons ago almost. And uh, I trade Carson Wentz right after he gets traded to the Colts and Debo Samuel, who was like an 11th round pick or something at the time for Saquon Barkley. And this is when Saquon's all, you know, beefed up like crazy. Now, last year, I hated the trade because Saquon fucking sucked. (laughs) Debo's killing it. You know, Carson's doing okay enough. But now if Saquon comes back to being Saquon, 
I mean, we're both liking the trade at this point two years later. Contract year. And guess what? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's going to be crazy. And life is with Jake said, I don't see him continuing the workload. I mean. Me neither. But, but hold on. If he could stay healthy and we get to the trade deadline. I mean, what if there's a competitor and they don't like their backfield like Buffalo? Yeah. Or, or, or uh, you know what I mean? I mean, shit, just bro. Moved like two first round picks for Saquon or something. I know that doesn't really happen much. But you know why I say Buffalo too is because. What's the same, bro? Brian Dable. What Brian if the Dable. fucking Chiefs want to do it? Like, what, what if, if the Chiefs do wanted to do it? You know we I mean? can talk about a couple teams that are right on the brink as Super Bowl contenders. That if they beefed up their running back, it takes them to a whole different stratosphere. I mean, shit. I could see the fucking psychotic ass Hollywood Rams doing that if they're like, you know what? Screw this. And Jared said Eagles going to take the NFC least, and I think that's the lowest hanging fruit. You know, out of all of them. Um, I mean, they were probably the favorites coming in to win it, especially after the A.J. Brown. But uh, let's get back to these QBs. Let's get back on uh, on the rails here. We got a couple other dumpster fires to talk about. How about the dumpster fire of the New England Patriots and Mac Jones? And Mac Jones got hurt in the game. Came back negative, but 213 yards, one touchdown, 21 for 30 on the attempts. It was uh, just straight trash. For the Patriots yesterday, yeah, it didn't look quite, didn't look too patriotic, if you ask me. And life and sports talk with Jake says Barkley was their leading receiver. I mean, shit, when you got like guys like Sterling Shepard out there, Kenny Galladay, um, they weren't even giving Kadarius Tony any work, which was super, super weird. Yeah, and there was a point, there was a point where Kadarius Tony was on the side on the on the sideline on the bench. By himself, away head, from everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's like, head, head Headbutting the coach. <laughs> right? That's why no one wanted to get himself. around him. He's a danger to himself and others. That's why he had to sit over there on the side. 5150. 5150. Right. Let's, uh, let, let's get back to this. So we got, um, so in addition to Mac Jones being trashed, we got Bogies, Trey Lance, putting up a big stinker in game one. Um, I'm glad that Bogey doesn't want to use the the field as an excuse. This is a guy who's pretty much in his rookie year, in his week one game, going mm-hmm. up against a decent defense. They're not great, but they're not trash. And uh, so Lance has got a long way to go. That's really all it is. Yep. I mean, then you know, and then you know, our run game goes down. Uh, yeah. When did Mitchell get hurt? It was hella early. Wasn't first it? quarter. End yeah. of the first quarter, and then. Um, and then, you know, we go into the half and, like, we don't make – I mean, whatever the uh, Chicago Bears, they made they made legit uh, adjustments, bro, on offense because then they came out swinging. <laughs> I mean, fields look just as ass until yeah. until they made those adjustments. So, shout out – I mean – and you know, <laughs> Their adjustments 
their adjustments from what I saw, because, I mean, Fields was ass. I mean, Lance had more yards mm-hmm. than Field had. Fields Field only threw it 17 times. What did Lance yeah. throw it? 28 times. It was a shitload at the end when he was throwing it. Not really good passes a lot of times. Um, yep. 121 yards, two touchdowns. Really what they did, it was like the halftime adjustment was Fields, run for your life, let the wide receivers get mm-hmm. open, and it was just like deep-ass crosses for all yep. the wide receivers, like trying to just get wide open. And they got wide open on a couple shots. Yeah, man, it was crazy. And it's like, do, do, do we, are we only do we only see Darnell Mooney tunes out there? Is that it? Because it's like everybody else was. And then we did our thing against the tight end because that's what we do. We we shut down tight ends. Matt did fucking big old goose egg. We're gonna yeah, big old goose egg. And then the goddamn, you know, what I'm saying the goddamn uh, everybody else, Equinemius, Saint Brown. Uh, you know, brother of um, Amon Ross, St. Brown. And how Brown's dope was that? Nice. They scored like damn near back to back. It was yeah. so close on the timing I in mean, real life. That was tight. Shout out to their father, John St. Brown. <laughs> no, it's just John Brown. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's not even he John added the Brown. Saint. John Brown. He added the Saint in this kid's name. He's like, Kyle, Kyle in the house. What up, bro? Let's smoke it up. What up? All right, um, let's see. So the only other two dud QBs that I got to talk about, because um, really, I mean, you just have to have a bad game for expectations to be uh, to be a dud QB for me. So Jacoby Brissett, I mean, we, I'm hoping everyone had low expectations on him because um, <laughs> he finished, uh, you know, almost at the bottom. But the ones who we had high expectations for, Brady and Stafford. Stafford with 14 points, Brady with 13. 212 yards for Brady, one tug. And 240 yards in a tug for Matt Stafford. Big old dump truck back. Big old dump trucks for these fucks. Um, we expect more. And uh, I don't give a shit if Brady's line was fucked up. I don't give a shit if Stafford's line is different because they don't have Whitworth right now. Their line's been fucked up all preseason. Well, you know what it is too is um, I, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna blame the Cowboys more on this one. They couldn't make it a game at all, and their right. de- their defense was good enough to like stop Brady from scoring. Like those two Micah Parsons sacks were clutch. They led to field goals. Yeah, you know what I mean, they yeah. were third down sacks. So it's like you know the Cowboys were good enough on defense, then extremely, extremely whack Prescott on offense even before the injury. You know what I mean? He He said, what the fuck? We stopped Brady and we still lose. Couldn't do shit. And then Mike Evans, I mean, shit like he does. Mike Evans is like the Homer Simpson of receivers. He just wear it, wear them down and then hit them with the knockout in the end. Yeah, pretty much. Cause he wasn't doing shit at all. They were fucking him. And then he was like, oh yeah. And it wasn't even Diggs that was covering him a lot. That's what was crazy. We see Diggs on Perryman and and that was what was weird to me is Mike Evans. They were doubling. They would double Mike. Yeah. They would have the safety go over to Mike and help the corner. And then they would just put, they would man up. What's his name, bro? Perryman was fucking on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Dan Quinn. I mean, I think Dan Brady got Dan Quinn shook. Because <laughs> I know no, things is halfway. Dan, Dan Quinn is now he's lost to Brady in two Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. All right. 
Let's get into these running backs. Here we go. We love the running backs. Uh, well, sometimes if you drafted right, you love the running backs. We're going to talk about some of the dumpster fires here pretty soon. But how about the number one performance of the week? The only running back to go over 30 points if you play in 1.0 PPR. Mr. Saquon Barkley. Let's give him his flowers. 32 points, 18 attempts, 164 yards, one touchdown, and then getting it done on the ground. We didn't think that Danny Pesos was going to throw it to him. I said they were going to mix it into their offense because you'd be stupid not to. Six receptions, seven targets, 30 yards. I mean, that's pretty much the loudest thing they were saying all offseason is that they're going to throw the ball at Saquon. You know what I mean? And you're stupid not to get the ball in his fucking hands. He's the only playmaker you have on the squad. Yeah, and and Brian Dayball, I mean, he he came from he's from the New England cloth. They throw out the running backs, you know. He it it, 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 it didn't really translate until his until his last stint with Buffalo last year, though, because they finally started getting like Singletary right. guys like that involved. I mean, I guess it's different when you have the stallion, but. Yeah, I mean, this, it's awesome to see because Danny Peso sucks. He should be a facilitator. You know what I mean? He shouldn't be a guy, you know, like a point guard, more so just a facilitator. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm just going to yeah. give you the ball. Yeah. He should be out there just trying to be like Jason Williams. That's what he should be trying to do. Like, fuck your points. Like, literally just get it to Barkley. I don't care if you throw it to him two yards away from you. Get it in his like hand. Jason Williams. Okay, I see what you did there. He should try to be like him. He's definitely not going to be like him, but that's who you should strive to be. And uh, let's see here. JT paying off that number one overall draft capital for sure. 28 points, 31 attempts. Woo! I I mean, that's a workload that, uh, I mean, shit, they're just going to keep grinding it with them and grinding it with them. 161 yards, so he only came up a couple short of, of Barkley. Got the tug. Four receptions on uh, seven targets, so same amount of targets, only 14 uh, yards. They were getting Hines involved. I believe Hines had five receptions. They, well. If you look at what the Texans were doing on defense, they they were not going to give them anything down the field. They were almost were like begging them to run and giving them everything short. Yeah, It, it, it shows in Matt, Matt Ryan's numbers, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because, like, even though they're like, we'll let Jonathan Taylor beat us as long as he doesn't crack off a big one. He was grinding it away. I mean, 31 attempts, though, to get that 161. But, I mean, he didn't, he didn't break in off the fourth quarter. Big. I mean, in the fourth and fifth quarter, because that was one of the overtime games, like, he was gashing nine yards a clip at that point. Well, that's they what were, I'm saying, but that's not 50-yard house calls. No, but I'm saying, no. Okay. <laughs> So his last four or five attempts, he got like 60 yards at that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but it was the chunk plays, though. Like, I think it was the bend, don't break, you know, attitude, the two Mm -hmm. high safeties that they were rocking more often than not. And they were just, you know, keeping everything in front of them. And, I mean, Mm -hmm. Taylor was eating, though. Like, like you said, nine, ten yards a clip. At the end, they couldn't stop him, but he wasn't breaking off big ones. So I think they – to be able to compete, and, uh, you know, do what they did. I, I feel like the game plan worked. They're going up against the best running back in the league, you know, at least the one that we think is the best. In the shout league. out to Gruger Hill. Yeah. We're you know gonna I mean? talk He's about like, Kamu. keep on running. I'm going to keep on tackling. Hell yeah. We're going to talk about Kamu. And uh, DeAndre Swift. So someone who I've been hating on did his thing in week one. 27 points, 15 attempts, uh, 144 yards in the tug, three receptions for 31 yards. Uh, we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot more to come with uh, with Swift and the Lions and uh, Hunt. 
I, I think this is probably the biggest shocker out of everything. Cracking the top four for week one with 23 points, 46 yards on the ground, touchdown, four receptions, 24 yards, touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's it's annoying for the Chubb guys. Chubb still got his work. He just didn't get the work in the, the right, red he zone. He didn't get the right work. <laughs> he didn't get the work in the red zone. He had that cheap work. Uh-oh, song stoked. He said, I have uh, Barkley in six out of nine leagues. 69, dude. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, let a corduroy pimpin. Hold on. Let's get pimpin' his flowers. Starting off as a top five running back right out the gates. First is, uh, first Baby powder pimp. all over the field. Hell yeah. <laughs> Too many assistant pimps out there. Just give all you just pimping. see is baby powder clouds. There's, <laughs> and he's 20, gone. Twenty-two attempts, hundred and twenty yards. Had the touchdown. Only three receptions for sixteen yards. I mean, this is really just what we all we can hope for. Corduroy is that they keep feeding him the rock. I mean, who else do you fucking got there? I mean, you gave Pitts no love. We're gonna talk about him later. Drake London didn't really get shit either. Better give it to Corduroy Pimpin. You know what this could be too, though? This could very well be um, a product of London not being in the game plan and on top of being a rookie. A game plan for week one, specifically, right? But how can the run game not be a part of, like, your every week plan? Like, when you have Mariota. Well, well and- I'm, talking about, I'm talking about, like, how they're going to use Corduroy. Like, yeah. they're using him. He's the dual threat guy again. You know, people were scared that, oh, you know, he might not be, um, you know, he might not get too much work in the backfield. They brought in Damian Williams, who, who then who got hurt yesterday. And yeah. then you got this, the rookie, Tyler Algier. But he's a totally different type of back. Like, but come on, are, are you, are you not, hold on. Are you not telling me when we found out that Tyler Algier was a healthy scratch, do we not think? All right, yeah, this, the, the pimp was crazy. It's Corduroy. That, that was the exact words. Yeah. But. I said through the air. I didn't say on the ground like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel it. Mariota's never been a guy who like worked in the the RBs. I mean, it, um, well, I, mean, I, no. I was looking at the matchup. I was looking at the, yeah. it being the Saints and it's tough to run on them. You know what I mean? And bad sport. What up, homie? Shout out to Germany. Said I'm down 48 points. I need my triple stack of Russ, Javante, and Judy to go the fuck off versus my opponent who still has Lockett to play. I mean, I like it because you got Russ, man. I mean, QBs. They could score more than everybody else, you know? So if he comes I mean, out. Pretty, I mean, just depending on the format, right? I mean, let's say you get Dub out. You get Dub out of what's-his-face uh, out of uh, Russ, and then you get, you know, seven points and eight points at minimum. What if it's a standard, right? That would not be a good day, right? Yeah. PPR, you know what I mean? You, you feel good. You should feel good about your matchup. And Lockett. I mean, fuck out of here, Lockett. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about um, pretty much all the running backs who scored over 20 points if you play in a 1.0 PPR league, a full PPR league. And uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, someone who, if he if he continues to do this, because they really have no one else there. I mean, they didn't really get McKinnon involved. Isaiah Pacheco, though, he was involved late. Um, but 42 on the ground. Three receptions, 32 yards through the air, but those two big touchdowns. They were all, and they were all similar. The both touchdowns were similar right there, right there within the five yard. 
they love doing this that that little Mahomes shovel, shovel pass. Like yeah. they love doing the that. Signature move. Yeah, the, the shovel and the tap pass are one of their signature moves. They, they everyone started doing it when they saw them doing it back in 2018. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were doing it with Alex Smith years prior to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like I mean, you pump fake it one way, and then you spin, you do a 360, and fucking like or whatever, like almost turn your whole body the other way and flip. He does that to Kelsey all the time. Mm -hmm. and so uh, yeah, right there. Clyde right there on the inside and it was Clyde he's, and that's probably the best way to use him because he's hella tiny and they're like what, where did he, where'd he go you know what I mean yeah how many rush attempts he only had seven only seven he only, he only had, rush, he only had running three, the ball he only had three targets. kicking so, kicking so have, much ass he only had three targets we're talking about <laughs> only ten times did the ball come his way mm-hmm but those yes, two thugs so. made it nice, though. Made it nice. Yeah. Sell high. <laughs> yeah. Dontrell Hilliard, someone who I, I mean, probably the flukiest person, you know, inside this. Uh, now, come in, on. We're going back to back flukes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs, they score. 10 total touches. It's really about just having Clyde connected to Mahomes. That's really right. what it's about. Ex exactly. I mean, Hilliard, so he only it's two attempts on the ground and then four targets coming his way. But those two touchdowns, good enough. To get him, did have yeah, six one, one was a big one, a nasty one. He made, he made everybody miss, ran down the sideline. So he's got uh 61 uh receiving yards. Um, do you know how many total yards he has on the game? Um, I sure do. 69 <laughs> only had eight rushing yards. <laughs> wow, well, he was four yards a clip. Yep. And uh, Joe Mixon, all right, doing his thing out there. 22 points, so, I mean, wasn't um, – I mean, he was still a top-end running back, just wasn't, like, the top-end echelon running back of the week. 27 attempts, just feeding him, 82 yards, nine targets, seven receptions, 63 yards. Um, so, over 100 and 145 combined yards, killing it in week one. No touchdowns, though. That was the only thing we wish we saw. AJ Dillon, we've been beating the drum for this motherfucker. And what does he do? 20 points out the gate, 10 attempts, 45 yards, and a tug. And then he gets five receptions five. and 46 yards. Five receptions. That's nice. He gets uh, five plus targets every single game. Like Dillon is just going to be nice all year. It's going to happen. I mean, until people start getting trusted or Lazard comes back or, you know what I mean? Yep. And uh, Nigel, what up, homie? Said, real talk, if you lost the week one matchup, you probably have a good team. You shouldn't be worried, being that everyone who mattered almost sucked. Yeah, so this is where don't make any emotional trades after week one. Um, I'm not I'm not saying don't make any emotional drops. I mean, if there's some waiver wire guys worth getting, go get them. But don't drop Tom Brady. Don't drop Aaron Rodgers. You know, like just guys who really sucked it up in week one but can easily come back and uh, be their normal self one week from today I, i'm about to trade for all the mike williams yeah i mean now's the time to do it and uh so we got two more guys to talk about who cracked 20 points in week one in full ppr we got antonio gibson coming out with 20 points 14 attempts 58 yards on the ground seven receptions for 72 yards through the air it felt good to tell people to start gibson after i saw that for sure. You know, because really the, what, the explanation to start Gibson in, in some of those start sits was just he's going to get volume, and he got volume. Look at the fish. His yards on the ground really trash again. 
He's the receiver converted to running back. That's where they need to use him. That seven for seventy-seven. That's it's tough. crazy. You say his. Uh, you say his. Um, his average is ass on the ground. It's over four yards a clip, though. But how many? Okay. Fourteen attempts. Listen, that's you're not right, though, because he didn't have no break. He didn't have no big runs either. He didn't have no run that went more than like eleven yards. So yeah, you're right. If you're above, if you're above three point seven five, and you have over ten attempts, I'm gonna say that's not trash. I'd say it's league average. Uh, I mean, it's league average for the guys who we care about, who we care about, like watching. I'm just saying, unqualified (laughs) running backs. That's that's the stat. Like, it's what four point one. I mean, I don't think that's average. I mean, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll th- those are numbers that we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna yeah. figure out if anyone wants to be our stat person. Maybe Francisco would like to be our stat person. Come up with uh, these numbers like that. We could use a person like that. That would be awesome. And uh, James Robinson. Um, this I'm sure this was a big shock to everyone. Uh, Twenty points, uh, eleven on eleven attempts on the ground, sixty six yards. And uh, he also mixed in three receiving yards for a total of 69 total yards. 69, dudes. Yeah, three, receptions. Like three receptions, you mean? One. No, three receiving yards to go with his 66 rushing yards. Oh, that's what you meant. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. right, because he only had the one for the touchdown. Exactly. Yeah. And then he had one rush uh, for a touchdown. He did, he, did, he did the Travis Etienne thing. Yep. Yep. And uh, so those are all the guys who we consider studs for the week to be a stud this week. You had to score over 20 points. And uh, and what up, Uncle Buck said you guys uh, talking numbers. We are talking numbers right now. What up, Uncle Buck? Let's get into some of the dumpster fires um, for the week. Uh, <laughs> um, if you started Mike Davis, I, I, I told you not to. OK, I really told you not to. Um, him and Cam Akers. Doing things over there, the Cam Makers, Mike Davis duo, guys who got zero points uh this week, just straight up dumpster fires. Yeah, it was it was Drake, which was crazy. But I mean, I guess now in hindsight, if you bring in Drake, that means you don't like Mike Davis over there, right? Yep, that's for sure. Um, Elijah Mitchell, he went out to injury, so we won't call him a dumpster fire, even though he only got a couple points. But uh, how about Stevenson? Five points. This one is Belichick at its finest because the Bellatrix were in full effect. You look at the splits, the snap count. The only one, the leader of of snaps was 39%, and that was Damian Harris. And then behind him was was, uh, Stevenson for like 35 and yeah, then, yeah. then uh, Montgomery was was not too far behind him either. So it was like, it was. It and was Montgomery is the one who gets the touchdown out of all three. And it was funny. He like rolled into them. He like fell in that motherfucker. I'm getting in here. Nobody's fucking touching me. Right. <laughs> and then uh, how about Tony Pollard and Damian Pierce? Guys who um, a lot of people I know were asking about Tony Pollard. I said not to start him, but just the fact that he was that much of a thing being asked about this week. I know a bunch of people started him and got disappointed. Damian Pierce. I told I, a lot of people not to start him. I started him in one deep dynasty. This is I started, I started him in three leagues. This is rookie woes at his finest. We're going up against a really good defense, and we got a rookie, fourth round rookie in game number one. You know what, too, though? What's crazy is um, I think they had a smart game plan. 
because when they they were winning that most of that game, the, the yeah. Texans. Yeah. And it's like they kept trying to pile on more points. They didn't want to like, okay, we're winning, let's grind it out. It was like, smart. You know what I mean? Smart. Yeah. So I, I, that's my takeaway from that. You know what I mean? All right. How about another dumpster fire? Mr. Zeke Elliott doing what he does best, throwing up a big old single-digit game. I'm, I'm I'm just glad one of the drums that I was just beating is a motherfucker that I just don't want anything to do with that backfield at all in drafts. Like, if people ask me start sits, I'll give my opinion, but I'll never – I just don't have any of them. You know what I mean? Especially now with the fucking – I mean, the line's getting worse and worse. Just, mm-hmm. I, I mean, injuries – uh, yeah, that the whole Cowboys team is going to be a dumpster fire this week. I got Zeke in some dynasty. I'm, I have him in zero redraft, and I am super glad. How many? That. How many playoff wins? Dak has one. How many does Roma have? Like two or three? Romo? Yeah. Now they have the same amount. They only have one. Oh, real? Yeah. That's right. A lot they, of one they, and done Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Not yet. And uh, so, who two guys who I well, actually, Thumbs so, down. to be a dumpster fire here, nine points or less. So, if you're a single digit running back who we expect, you know, big things from you, you're a dumpster fire in week one. Mr. Derrick Henry grinding like hell, 21 attempts, 82 yards, only seven points. <coughs> what happened there? I think he had a he had um, this garbage garbage for the Titans all around. Travis Etienne pretty much throws one of his touchdowns away, throws it down the toilet because uh, he had it, and I uh, would have had a way better game if he had in that touchdown. Instead two of, of them. Uh, yeah, he had two chances. Well, one was his fault. And AJ said Zeke ran good, though. I mean, we're talking about fantasy, not about real life. And uh, so in fantasy, he was horrible. And uh, so the only bright spot from last night is he averaged six yards of carry, but they wouldn't feed him. Yeah, I mean, that's – uh. When you're so losing, he got the tattoo for nothing. When you're losing like that, I mean, the, the run game really isn't going to be coming into play a lot. The tattoo says, feed me. And he wears the crop tops to show everybody. And they ain't feeding him. Alvin Kamara. That motherfucker. Uh, guilty. He's guilty. <laughs> Eight points? No way, man. No way. In Eight a game points. that they should in, in a game where, where the, you know, they don't have Foy Lacoon anymore. They don't, you know, Deion Jones was fucked up. Like, this was supposed to be, you're supposed to be able to run all over them. I, I couldn't even tell you who their D coordinator is. That's how, that's how not notable they are. And, you know, I mean, I guess division rivals, you know, had an offseason to plan for it. And then, you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing uh, transpired for fantasy, bro. Yep. Here's a trio Montgomery, Singletary, Jacobs, these later RBs who, I mean, they didn't necessarily fail us. I mean, they got us eight points in week one. That's not horrible, not a dumpster fire, but uh, very close to it. We want you guys going over double digits. Come on. Even Ty Montgomery put up 10 points. Fucking Naheem Hines put up 10 points. You know, like if guys like that. What about, uh, what about CMC, bro? He's like an honorable mention, bro. Yeah, he totally is. Let me see. Where is he? So 16 points. I, I mean, that's not horrible. Um, it's really not, but you really expect more from your anchor. That's for sure. He got the same amount of points as Jamal Williams. Damn. But Leonard, but he got the same amount of points as Leonard Fournette and James Conner. One more than Chubb, two more than Cook. So one less than Michael Carter, though, and three less than Miles Sanders. I mean, that's not the best when you say that. <laughs> wow. 
and, and, and I mean, Baker is not Sam Darnold, where Sam Darnold would only he predominantly throws short. So deep guys like DJ Moore and CMC eating. It's, yeah. it's crazy because you know Baker being a guy who wants to stretch the field. We saw it week one, and maybe it is the matchup because Cleveland is you know lag going all the way back to the uh, going all the way back to what 2019. They they're always giving up splash plays down the field. He yeah. knows that. He's the secondary. Their secondary is kind of the weakest part of their uh, yeah defensive structure. It's, it's a funnel. It's it's literally a funnel defense. Like yeah, working from the forward, like forward backwards, right? Like yes. I mean, strong in the front, middle is where it's second strongest, and then yeah, outside of Jesse Bates, like there's everything's kind of uh, just mediocre there. Well, not Jesse Bates. That's just the Bengals. You mean like John John uh, John? Oh John, yeah 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 yeah. Denzel no, um, Ward, Greedy yeah, Williams. I, I don't know why I thought fucking yeah. Bates right there. And um, shit, Jesse Bates shit the bed too. Fuck him. Yeah, the other fucking uh, the other Cincinnati team, and um, let me Ohio. see. And, and Tino Ohio, said, Najee, I, I didn't even know Ohio's where the Niners came from originally. And uh, wait, say that again. Ohio is where the Niners originated, and like, yeah. well, I mean, they never played for Ohio, but like, that's where the team was created and like the main headquarters one of the main headquarters is still there yeah and tino yeah. said Najee is an honorable mention yeah for sure would Najee have 11 or 12 points eckler yeah. as well um yeah, yeah. Najee had 11 i mean when isaiah pacheco and kenny gainwell tie you in points that's not something you want to be linked to in week one Aaron hey Jones. don't you disrespect isaiah pacheco Hey, he's the he's man. Greatness. They're in hey. the presence of future greatness. Hey, he uh, he overperformed like a motherfucker with that touchdown. I'll tell you that much. And uh, he and showed him real good, huh? He's like, I told you, I show him, Mama. I told you, Mama. As soon as they give me the ball. And Corey, what up, bro? He said, quick question. How come uh, you did a start and sit airs video for only QB and tight end? Bro, I did running backs and wide receivers on Wednesday. You got to, uh, man, got turn on all the notifications. notifications. Yeah, because I'm going to drop. The running backs and wide receivers starts and sits on Wednesday, and then I'm going to drop QB and tight end on Thursday. That's the way it's going to work every week. So got to be on it because I did every game for running backs and wide and, receivers. And what's and, you're, and, you're, and hold on, and hold on, and you're one of the main reasons why, Corey, because I want to make sure because I know you can't tap in on all the live streams. So I was I, just about to say that because I cut it down from four videos to two, but we still got the same amount of content. And you just got to look at the timestamps. You know what I mean? And and you could use that as a guide when you can tap in on the Friday and Saturday Q&As because, you know, so those are, like, the most important ones. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, what else was I going to say? And if there's anyone who would like to help with the timestamps, I would really appreciate it because that's just one thing. I end up got to watch watching the video, like, three times to be able to figure out, like, what the timestamps are on it. After I keep editing forgetting the- it reminds you, man. Well, it's not about reminding me. It's about the well, time. Well, like, like I could be like, right now, we just finished receiver for the timestamp. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I got I got my paper going with our okay. timestamp right now. So we're good. But I'm saying for these videos, it's tough while I'm recording it to do it as well. Oh, yeah. That's, That's the tough because other things get added. Things also, get what sucks too is I can't like do it when I'm recording these. And sometimes YouTube takes a while to press it onto our channels. You know what I mean? Like right after we go live, like the live streams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if anyone wants to help with that, that's something I really, really would like one person to help me out with is timestamps. Cause you see like guys like BDGE, you know, they got people who are putting timestamps in the comments, you know, and shit like that and stuff like that really helps 
Um, so if there's anyone who wants to kind of help out with that, that would be amazing. And uh, Nigel, good looking on the super chat, homie. Said I have Dak. Should I consider? Uh, should I consider the backhoe? Uh, since I have CD, hoping uh, it's not a lot less or pick up uh, Mills, Fields, Mariota. Mills, I get all of them. Yeah, I'm getting Mills or Wentz. Wentz they play. Uh, Wentz plays the Jaguars this week. Or no, no, no. Damn it. Um, the uh, Mills. fuck. Who do they play this week? I Mills. can't. No, no, no. I forgot. No, yeah, they played the Jags this past week, but I know they had a, a cupcake matchup on paper. Oh, no, it's Matt Ryan who plays the Jaguars uh, in week two. Um, oh, the Lions. That's who they play. They play the Lions. Grab Carson Wentz. Look at what fucking uh, – <laughs> look at what Jalen Hurts just did over there. Yeah. And I meant to say backup for Dak worth picking up. Not in not in redraft. Uh, he's not. Uh, well, in the, in the three QB league, he is. But uh, yeah. if you don't have a higher waiver priority than me, you ain't getting them. <laughs> and uh niner mma said why the heck did i draft derrick henry over jamar chase yeah uh mike mike will let me down mooney back the garbage truck up said i hate my life <laughs> don't worry don't worry hey hey we're gonna get this thing to get th we're gonna get through this thing together we're gonna get back on the rails don't you worry yeah. don't you worry yeah. raise, raise the morale i don't want to hear that shit like life is good we made it to monday yeah, trust me, things will get better. With these are the week one overreactions. We're not gonna overreact yeah. on you our know team. what? He's right. Overreact. Yeah, I you can overreact, much. but we're not gonna do crazy things and you know think our teams are done. Like we can't put things like that out there into the universe. You know, we can't say our teams are done. We're gonna say our teams are about to start kicking ass in week you two. You know, you know what's the I'm best way to, to look it. at it? The best way to look at it is look at the rest of your league. Half of those motherfuckers lost too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're good. You're gonna be all right. Just don't fall. Just don't fall behind. Yeah. Because I will tell you, if if you if you know when motherfuckers be like, I'm three and five. Um, it's like, oh my man, pray. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. All right. Now, <laughs> now we got. Let's get into these wide receivers. And oh yeah, Justin Jefferson. The guy who me and Bogey kept going back and forth on, like, who's the top guy? Who's the top guy? When it came down to the last two weeks before the season, I think both of us were on Justin Jefferson so much that we both said we'd literally I'd take, take him, him over Harris. I take him over everybody except for JT. We literally were on that for the last two weeks up until the season. I'd take him at number two. I told so many motherfuckers. I took him at three one time. Yeah. I took I him mean, at number four or number three. If I, was, if I was number two, I would have took him number two, but I just never got that high. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, yeah, Justin Jefferson, I mean, 11 targets, nine receptions, 184 yards, two big touchdowns, killing it out there. He could not be stopped. And there was one point where the announcer was like, well, how is he, or Scott Hampton, how is he so wide open? <laughs> it was, it was crazy because, it's like you had Jair on him. Uh, 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 I mean, Jair wasn't on him until later, bro. And then, then, then he just was torching Jair. Okay. Nigel said, name one thing that you expected. Name one thing that was a fluke. One thing that you didn't see coming. Great, great question. One so thing one I thing expected. That... One thing I expected was also one thing that was a, that was a fluke. 
was Stevenson not getting all the work? Well, you, you can't I mean? do that. You can't do that because you got to give three things. Don't combine right. any. So I'll give you the first, the, the number one thing that I expected was Cooper Cup. Everyone was so off of him. Like, oh, man, I mean, now we got to draft him at a ceiling and blah, blah, blah. How's he going to repeat? You know that? Guess what? Everyone was trash on the Rams, and he was the treasure again. It's the beard, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's what I expected. I expected AJ motherfucking Dylan. you fucking money. Let's I'll fucking go. Yeah. I'll, I'll I expected him. that shit. I'm, and you know what? I think for, for the Aaron Jones thing, what, what worried me about Aaron Jones is it was a negative game script for all of that game. And I just, I, I didn't, I'm like, what happened there? I thought he would pile up like a dozen targets easily. You know what I mean? Uh, guarantee like, moving forward. Like, what are you telling me that Aaron Rodgers is going to still want to go to all these rookies who fucked up his game? You know, like the momentum yeah. after Watson dropped that fucking ball was in the toilet. Like that was a, that was a wide open mm -hmm. touchdown that he was about to get. The momentum goes through the roof. We saw it on Rogers' face. Like that, that ruined everything of the game. He was like, I saw this in my last ayahuasca trip. Like, it's like this it wasn't supposed to go that way. You were supposed to catch it. And you, you, then you would be on your way to a rookie se fucking season get, that you'd be proud of. Get ready. Aaron Jones is going to be getting uh, close to double digit targets next week. There's no way he doesn't. And then like. So what was the fluky thing? The fluky Tom, thing. I'm going to say Tom was, Brady and Aaron Rodgers were the fluky thing. I was going to say all the bad QB performances were, were a fluke. I mean, I mean, um, Lance, I think that was a fluke. I think Chicago's a fluke. You know what I mean? Yep. I think, uh, I think, um, uh, I think Carson Wentz is a fluke. Ty, you're crazy. I'm just saying. They, they got, I'm, they got I'm weapons crazy. over there. This time, right? Like, you know, it's, they okay. he plays in the NFC least. He's got just six saying, tough big games. He's he's only consistent at being inconsistent. That that's all I'm saying. Numbers don't lie. You don't even need okay, to hold on, numbers. hold on, hold on, hold on. This is just uh, this is just a yes or no, true or false question. Mm -hmm. Is this the best wide receiver core that he's ever played with in his career? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All you had was Alshon Jeffrey and Pittman. Even look what he did decent when he had Pittman last year. That that is true. Let's hope they don't start dying around him because he. he he brings that injury shit that's contagious, bro. He just hurts everybody. When Carson Wentz was there last year, he hurt everybody. Because here's one thing that we did not see coming. Well, obviously. <laughs> and Tom Dodds. Snatching your people up, trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. No one saw Antoine Dotson. <laughs> Antoine Dotson. No one saw. <laughs> no, that's his name. We're gonna call. Yeah, him we're that. just gonna call him Antoine. Jahan, Jahan Antoine Dotson. <laughs> yeah, we're just calling him Antoine Dotson. If you you guys saw Antoine Dotson coming in with two touchdowns, you're fucking lying. I thought he was gonna be okay. I thought he was gonna get mixed in. I did not think that he would get targeted enough to get two touchdowns, and especially when they counted. As well, one of them was a walk-off. Yeah, so there was the one to start the game. And that one was kind of sneaky because if I remember correctly, it was a red zone target. It wasn't like a big – the other one was the, 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 the splash, you know what I mean? The walk-off. 
And Jared said it was only the Jaguars. Like, <laughs> let's yeah. slow it down. All I'm saying is that Carson Wentz wasn't a fluke. That wasn't even one of his NFC East games that he played. Fluke. <coughs> the fact and that Jared said, hey, well, that that might even be worse for him when he starts playing against teams that have to study them. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like in in the division, you should know your division opponent. Like. If Terry uh, McLaurin's saying. a bad man. We know he is. If Johan Dotson's really that dude, and then Curtis Samuel, they really mix him in like that? A, 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 a what do he have, 11 there? targets? Who? Curtis Samuel. Am I tripping? He had hella targets. Let's see. He had I, 11 targets, 8 uh, receptions, and 55 yards. <laughs> and had the touchdown. So let's yeah. get to the, let's get to the top performers. Let's get to these uh, these super studs here. And uh, shout out to Rhino for bringing up Curtis Samuel. Perfect time. So we had Justin Jefferson at the thirty nine points. We had Cooper Cup at the thirty four points, one hundred and twenty eight yards, fifteen targets, and a touchdown. Jamar Chase doing Jamar Chase thing. Thirty one points, sixteen targets, ten receptions, one hundred and twenty nine yards, and a tug. Devontae Adams. Man, the Raiders looked ass out there, but Devontae Adams is going to get force-fed. 30 points, 17 targets, 10 receptions, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Pittman, another guy getting force-fed out there. I love it. 13 targets, 9 receptions, 121 yards, and a tug. Stefan Diggs, probably the most efficient man on this uh on this list right here, nine targets, eight receptions, 122 yards, and a tug. And then the guy who I said was going to be the Cooper Cup, the Stefan Diggs of this year, A.J. Brown, 13 targets, 10 receptions, 155 yards. I want to talk hey. about A.J. Brown. Everyone was talking about how they're going to run like crazy and all this shit. Um, what, what's your thoughts on A.J. Brown after week one? Um, Detroit sucks, and the hard knocks don't fool nobody, especially not me. <laughs> they so did what they're supposed to do. That was how about this? That was expected. They were hurts gonna... through it, uh, 32 times. So mm -hmm. let's see what what was that? So that's a 40 percent, 42, 41 percent, 41 percent. on it, yeah. That's a nice target market share yeah. out there. Um, but you know what, too, though. If you look at, you know, Dallas Garter, everybody else, they were all ass. Uh, uh, Devontae Smith blanked. That's not going to happen consistently. I would hope so. I hope he lives around eight, nine targets on average. 13 is hella much. It is. But this is overreaction. I'm overreacting. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, but the efficiency, I, don't, I, I think, is expected. This is Ten. what A.J. Brown is. You throw the ball and he catches it. I mean, well, why would you not want to do that? We already talked about how him and Hurts are boys. We already yeah. said that. Why would you not want to, you know, for he's better than everybody else out there, for one. And why would you not want to force feed your boy? Like, he de he wasn't the reason why, when, you know, the Eagles they, slowed down offensively. It's when, they start, it's when they start to play. You know, when you get further into the year, you know what I mean? Teams are going to teams are gonna start uh, game planning differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, teams have always been against him. He's sucks, a fucking bro. boss. He's a you boss. All, Detroit had all offseason to game plan for this game. And like, and only just to, to continue to cover spreads. Good for them. Good for <laughs> they're, them. They're doing their thing over there. 
And I'm Crispy said, bad. Jimmy D to the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Michael Thomas. Here's something I didn't see coming. Um, oh, how about this Gardner Minshew to the boys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fun, but come on, man. Eagles, Dallas, I, I, trade. I don't give happen. a fuck about the Cowboys. Fun is what I'm all about. Yeah. Michael Thomas didn't see this one coming. Uh, 57 yards, five receptions on eight targets, two touchdowns. Another one we didn't see coming. Devin Duvernay, two touchdowns, four receptions, 54 yards. Robbie Anderson out of nowhere. He's talking shit about Baker the entire offseason, but somehow, some way, eight targets, five receptions, 102 yards, and a tug. And he had that big, long one. Hey, shout out to my man, Jimmy. He, I wake up this morning to a text. He's like, I got your man to stream me, and I know how much you love him. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck out of here, bro. I'm like, don't pull my move on me. It's funny because it's, it's – you know me, that warms my heart. I love to see the stream being go crazy. There you go. And Jamie, what up, homie? He said, just here to take my Michael Thomas victory lap. There you go, bro. Get it. Yeah, did you start him? <laughs> and and uh, you know what's funny? People that take week one victory laps on anything don't win. <laughs> Jamie, hey, you flash, pick it up you know with the win. Take that victory lap when you got fantasy titles, bro, and, and, and we'll pick you up to the max. <laughs> Come over here trolling and shit. When he nah, was the one asking for Michael Thomas' advice. No, nah, Jamie's dope, man. Jamie's cool. I, he, I can't. I can't bust his balls back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, supposed, just, I'm supposed to let people troll me. I can't bust no balls. <laughs> and Jamie said it's a 14 teamer. Scored the most in the league. What? There we go. So week one, Jamie's mm -hmm. killing it. Oh and, man, uh, he's in the deep league too. He's the man. It's so funny because Jamie blew his load real early. In the uh, in, in the this is the fantasy uh, this is the the auction that I the went auction. to, yeah. yeah. And uh, he blew his blew his load real early, but uh, man had the dopest team because he drafted all hogs with yeah. uh, with, <laughs> with his money. Yeah, shout out to Jay shout out to Jamie. Hey man, money well spent. And uh, let's see here, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I mean, sixty four yards had the tug had eight receptions. Mike Evans, a lot of garbage time points, but five receptions, 71 yards, and a tug. And then Mr. Dodson. Well, obviously. 20 points, three receptions, 40 yards, two tugs. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody right now, that guy is the guy. We're going to get a lot of, we're getting a lot of star sick questions about him next week. Yeah. And people are just going to chase. Week one is so funny like that. You know what I mean? Almost like we got to sit him out of like the chance that he could put up like two points. I mean, look at the fucking stat line. <laughs> it all, I told you that first touchdown was a red zone target. Right. There were no yards on that one. Right. The, the second one, he got it all on that second, that third catch. Yeah. Even, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, even uh, whatever his third uh, reception was, it had to be something hella short because that last one was like a 30 yarder. There you go. So, see what I'm saying? something like that. I'm just saying, you know what I mean. But people, but I want, I want people in my leagues to do that. If you're playing me, start him. He's a must start if you're playing me. Yep, Gabe Davis, honorable mention with 19, just missed the cut. Uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, definitely an honorable mention with 18. I told a lot of people to start him. I got him in a bunch of random leagues in uh, in redraft, and I hope you got him late too because he's going to be one of the one of the waiver wire pickups. You know that everyone's going to be on this week. 
and Curtis Samuel, honorable mention, 18. Uh, Christian Kirk, honorable mention with 18. And uh, we got to mention Jalen Waddle, honorable mention here, 18 points, 69 yards on the day. 69, dudes. He had one more point than Tyreek Hill, who had 17 points, 94 yards, though, just didn't get the tug. Um, I just want to say welcome back to somebody that we all we all loved and, and hated. Uh, it's our man Julio Jones, man. Just he didn't really do much. Only had sixty nine yards re- receiving. You know I mean? <laughs> Twelve points. I think that was. Uh, I think that was beating expectations, right, for him. Yeah, he's. A, uh, I, I, I mean, I was saying he was a flex. I mean, he finished what top twenty four, right um, outside of top twenty four. See one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty six. Uh, actually finished top thirty six. So he's he a finish, flex. He was a flex. He was sexy flexy in there. Yeah. Crazy. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike, uh, uh, Michael N said, should we be worried about Mike Williams and Allen Robinson rest of the season or until proven otherwise? I would definitely put Allen Robinson on the bench for this next game. Uh, Mike I'm not. Williams. You're playing Atlanta. I mean, yeah. Never mind. It's okay. Atlanta it? gave up everything. It, it, to you got to have a better option. Yeah. Hey, I'll play Allen Robinson over over Anton Dotson. Hold on, hold on. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It don't matter how, which one I set you up with. You spike them all, they're all good. Has your kids, has your wife. Oh, man. But um, <coughs> it does depend on who you're sitting them for. I'm just saying, like, that's my overreaction. Sit Allen Robinson, you know, right away. Um, it, it all depends on who you got on your squad. If you're just playing in a regular league, you know, you got seven, eight starters, just put them on the bench because you have to have someone else good besides him that you could throw in. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to some week two questions, you know, when we start getting into Wednesday. Um, we're still on yeah. week one a little bit. And a uh, uh, little spoiler alert for playmakers this week. We, we're, we're, uh, during this time of year, we, we always start the show with get them for the low. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite segments. Players that are supposed to be good, that people are overreacting to on overreaction Mondays, and you go in trying to trade for these motherfuckers for for value. You know what I mean? You don't yep. go paying for them like they like they like they're doing what they're supposed to. You know, you go buy them like they're bums right now. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And Rhino said, "Let's see Javante season start off tonight. I can't wait. We're going to be live streaming for Monday Night Football, so make sure you are back here hanging out with us because we have a lot of fun on the streams." And Jamie, you know, said, I think I think because I didn't drink any alcohol at all. Yesterday, I couldn't will anything into existence. And you got to be making the calls, bro. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's, it, you know, last year was dope because be, just being live all the time and then everyone else can witness the madness at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was awesome. And, uh, and Jamie, I'll tell you if we're picking up Taysom Hill uh, very soon. No. When we go over the tight ends. But someone's going to pick him up. That's the thing. Can't. Is Sleeper allow you to put him – I mean – this tight end, he's the tight end right now. Okay, that's it. So we haven't even got to him yet because we're not even in the tight ends. 
because he's not a quarterback. Um, and so, uh, someone did say earlier that in Yahoo, he's listed as a QB. And a yeah, see, I, I know some of the platforms ain't fucking with it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so let's see. Let's get to some of the dumpster fires of the week. And uh, Brashad Perriman, that negative one. Come on, man. Like, that. that's pretty bad. Um, I mean, I know no one really started Brashad Perriman, but just seeing someone at minus one, I mean, that's like James Cook status. Back the truck up on his ass. <laughs> Let's see. Who are some uh, Who are some zeros? Because uh, we can't even – I don't even want to go search for him, but I know we got – His name Perriman. is the Slim Reaper. <laughs> Death to the Slim Reaper. Devonta Smith, big old goose egg. Um, AJ Green, I know is really bad in here. I don't know how many points he had. Uh, George Pickens for everyone thinking you should have started him right away. Nope. Wandale Robinson got hurt. All the Giants wide receivers just get hurt. Just get rid of them. Tony is because bro, Kadarius Tony hurts them all. Yeah, he's just he's 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 a danger to himself and others. He's contagious. He is contagious. (laughs) He's 5150. How about Darnell Mooney and Devontae Parker? Mm. Darnell Mooney was to no moon at all. Allen Robinson, back the truck up. Robert Woods, Kadarius driving. Hey, Allen Robinson was driving the truck Sunday, just swooping everybody up in a dumpster. (laughs) Mike Williams, back the truck up. Uh, Let's see. Kenny Galladay, back the truck up. You expected it. If you started him, you're crazy. Hey, Kenny Galladay, even when he's on on the waivers, we're backing the truck up for him, right? Yeah, I don't even care if he's not owned to no one has that. <laughs> yeah, hey, fuck him. We got to remind you, don't pick his ass up. <laughs> we told you, don't draft him. Hey, anybody that up. got him, don't you thinking that you're going to throw him in a trade offer? Because that means you, you disrespect, you think I'm stupid. Don't I gotta, send me no Kenny Galladay's nothings. I got to go make a post in the uh, in the Facebook group. They're like, where's all the people who said you'll draft Kenny Galladay with your last pick? You guys still keeping him? Because <laughs> there are so many people who are like, oh, you don't know football, huh? Like, you're not just going to draft him with your last pick? I was like, Those I are the same guys him. that don't know what IDP is. <laughs> you don't yep. even watch football. <laughs> you know, fantasy is about every aspect of the game. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, and T. Higgins. T. Higgins came from injury. Sammy Watkins back the truck up. C.D. Lamb back the truck up. Just because I was so much on Randall Cobb, back the truck up. Hunter Renfro, Chris Godwin. I'll put oh, Adam Thielen in here. I'll put Brandon Ayuk in here because we're talking single digits. These are kind of just honorable mention guys. Now that we got above five points. Uh, Marvin Jones. I wanted to see him go over double digits. Same with MVS and Burks. Um, Braxton Berrios. A lot of people hating on Braxton Berrios. Five receptions for 37 yards. Um, not hor- not horrible if you play in a deep league, I must say. And he, he got his own taco company also. Yep. <laughs> Braxton Berrios Taco. Yeah, <laughs> trucks true. all over the place. Aquimius St. Brown getting the touchdown. There was another one we didn't really see coming. Uh, Juju only got 10 points. And uh, who outscored Juju? Miko Hardman got 11 points. I mean, it was still bad. <laughs> one reception or what? Oh, yeah, like a few. It was a touchdown. Yeah, he had three receptions for 16 yards. Juju had six receptions for 79 yards. But yeah, no touchdown, no red zone work for Juju. 
So let me get this straight. When you take that 79 yards and then you minus the amount of points that Juju got. 69, dude. <laughs> Peacock in the house said Monday night yeah. miracle. I need a hundred points in one league with Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Alberto, Denver defense to play. I need that shit too, Peacock. Let's fucking go. That could be Monday done. Monday night miracle. Make the phone call. The only one who uh, who's shaky to me out of all that is uh, is Alberto. If he can contribute to that hundred points enough. All right. I'm Let's get over to the uh hold on, gotta 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 write this timestamp down. Hold on. Right. All right, that's the end of the wide receivers. Let's get over to these tight ends, the old dumpster fire uh tight ends. And uh, but I mean, first we're talking about the studs, and for everyone saying Travis Kelsey is gonna decline, where the fuck are you now? Eight hey, why are people so stupid like that, dude? I really have no idea. Nine targets, eight receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. It looked like he couldn't be stopped out there. You know what's crazy? It's like, people go, oh, there's no Tyreek Hill now. All the attention is going to be on Kelsey. Man, what are you talking about? It was only on Kelsey and or Hill. That's all That's well, all this has ever game planned for. Here's how you know, like, like the casual people who just don't know football. The reason why Travis Kelsey is so good is because he can run routes and he's a mismatch. You throw a linebacker on him, he's faster than him and he's taller than them. You throw a DB on him, he's stronger than them, he's probably faster than them, and he's way taller than them. So, I mean, he's just a mismatch for everyone. Like, this is football 101. This is why the Chiefs are so good. They got the biggest mismatch in football on offense. Yep. This goes the same thing for Kittle. You know what I mean? Uh, That's what everyone hopes Pitts could be. But see, then you add, you add on, like okay, Kelsey was already Kelsey. Then you give him Mahomes, and it's like whoa, like you know nasty. what I mean? Yeah, look how nasty he was with Alex Smith the year before Mahomes. I mean, he had two thousand yard joints with him right back. He's been on thousand yard streaks ever since he was with Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. Thousand yard uh, season streaks. Yep. What is so, he got, yeah. Six in a row. <clears throat> Let's see. Something nasty like that. It's a record for sure that no one will never beat. Not even yeah. Kyle Pitts. 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, yep. 21. That's six. And 2016 was the first year he got right off of injuries. You know what I mean? And that was uh, the Alex Smith year, right? When he Al- came Alex over? Alex Smith was already there for three years. Okay. But that yeah. was the year that Alex Smith four actually like... He was already there for four years. Yeah, but this, Alex this Smith. was year four. Yeah. He had those bad years where it was like not one fucking reset, not one receiving touchdown to the wide receiver. Yeah. Like it went on for like a year and a half. They oh, had Dwayne. Yeah, they actually went until 2015 when they brought in Jeremy Macklin. Yeah, and he finally and, got a big one. <laughs> but see, what's funny is like the first touchdown that a receiver scored that year was by Jeremy Macklin, but he didn't even break the curse because it was an end around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he re- and then like because it was always the tight ends and the tight ends were random. You know what I mean? It was like it wasn't because Kelsey was always hurt. You know what I mean? Yep. So here we go um, with the so Kelsey, the only tight end to be above twenty points. 
So the, the guy to roster every single week, the guy who you draft high because you want the positional advantage in every single league that you are in. And uh, for number two, OJ Howard didn't see this coming. I'm not going to chase it. I'm not Only saying two receptions, two receptions for 38 yards and two tugs. I mean, this is a, I want to say one of them, he was in line the block and they got, he got unaccounted for it. But then, then the other one, the other one was just a nice, just a nice play. When we look at most of these tight ends, there's going to be a couple who are outside of this range, but like 97% of tight ends hit between 10 and 35 yards. Like that, that's really like this big, like a lot of tight ends aren't going over that. Like you look at fire move. Are we, are we, what is the move? He's a top five this week, right? Top, uh, top six because of Taysom Hill. So Taysom Hill's number three, uh, 15 points. We're talking hella fluke. I'm not going to count him though. He only had four attempts. I mean, it was just that one big ass attempt. And he got the touchdown. So if he had a 50 yard run, then he closed it off. He capped it off because, because Jameis, Jameis gets in there and the throws a duck right away. Like, all right, give me back to Taysom. And that kind of changed the momentum again. Maybe he will be the change of pace, you know, back to come in there randomly just to get the defense like totally like off, I their, mean, off their game. If you're studying all offseason for the Falcons defense, you know what the weakness is? They give up yards on the ground. So it's like they're probably like, all right, let's get Taysom in there and just get some power run up the gut real quick. Because they couldn't, because the Saints couldn't get shit going on the ground. No. So they're like, all right, let's get <laughs> that. I mean, shit, that's what they needed, right? Yep. And uh, so the number three or number four tight end, I mean, number three, if we take away Taysom Hill's random ass, Gerald Everett. I really like Gerald Everett. Like I got him late in so many of these random drafts, that, of, these, of these redrafts that I'm doing, not random. And he was looking for him. I mean, only four targets, but there was a couple there where, I mean, Herbert, like, I mean, it was like split second decisions. But one of the cool ones was when Gerald Everett jumped in front of Keenan Allen and and grabbed it. Keenan Allen wouldn't have got it. He was like blanketed by the DB, yeah. but Everett like jumped in front of him, fucking snatched it, and then ran for like five or ten yards. Um, Gerald Everett, he was he was uh he was drafted. He was the very first draft pick that Sean McVay ever made to to the Rams. And he really and didn't plan out. He wanted him to be his Jordan Reed. Okay, there we go. Because he just came from Washington and had Jordan Reed for years. Right. And so they wanted to move tight end, and they, and then and then like, but he's not a good blocker at all. So right, you know, he, Tyler Higby and guys like that, who was also they were also in that same class with him, ended up you know splitting time with him. So, but what's good about that is that. Tight ends don't develop to like like a handful of years. Not everybody's Gronk or, or Kittle, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, if Herbert, I mean, he's always kind of randomly looked for the tight end. It's not like he force feeds the tight 12, end. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is year number six for Gerald Everett. You know yeah. I mean, I mean it so took like, Travis Kelsey to like his fourth or fifth year. Exactly. Maybe so. It could have even been like his, yeah. And just, just being in that system, Joe Lombardi's system, he was with Sean Payton for years before this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're talking about And when Jimmy he was Graham. with Sean Payton, you, you, the tight end might not be like a guy who's going to pile up hella yards, but red zone look all the time. I mean, for this sure. goes all the way back to fucking Jared Cook. Like he was, Jared Cook is one of the most – I hate Jared Cook. But when he was with the Saints, he's going to pile up close to double-digit tugs. You know what I mean? 
And then, 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 oh, what do you know? When they had Joe Lombardi in 2021 go over to the Chargers, what they do? Brought over Jerry Cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, let's and, get back and, on it. So we got Gerald Everett with 14 points. Uh, we got Dalton Schultz with 15 points and Fryermuth 15 also. So there's kind of like the top five. I mean, Schultz and Fryermuth, like, you know, top five with their points. And I then hope we, the Schultz thing doesn't change, man, without no Dak. I mean, Cooper might even be better right now, right now at this point. I mean, uh, nine targets, seven receptions, 62 yards. I mean, if you get above 35 yards, like I said, above if you had his, yards, if you had his yardage total with his reception total, huh? 69. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh Darren Waller. Um, you know, four receptions, 79 yards. A lot of it was like garbage time for him. Who's we'll see what changes, but Adam is gonna be the alpha over there. Darren Waller is no longer that dude. Zach Ertz, I mean, that big TD kind of saved him because he only had two uh receptions for 14 yards. We'll take it. But uh he was in the, it was good enough to be in the top 10 for tight ends and um Higby. 11 targets, five receptions, 39 yards. It was still ugly, but it was a top nine performance. Conklin, four receptions, 14 yards, and a touchdown. That's all it took to get into the top 10. And then uh, Andrews also tied with 10 points, getting him uh, tied for top 10. Five receptions, 52 yards. Hayden Hurst, Hilmsley. Hold on. It's all about the game. 10 points. I mean, for tight ends, I mean, you get 10 points or above, you're sitting pretty, especially with a guy like Hayden Hurst Helmsley that you got faux free. Five receptions for 46 yards, pretty solid. Um, I'm going to tell you this. When there was no Higgins, CJ, secret of the Uzuma, he was the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and there is no you know, secret of the Uzuma is gone. He was – uh, I mean, we always said he was like fifth in the pecking order if you put, um, you know, the running back Joe Mixon mm-hmm. in that as well. This moves him up to fourth if T. Higgins misses any time. You ain't lying. So, and if uh, four can be eight targets, that's what he had. I mean, that that's money. Money in the bank for a, for a free tight end. Goddard, he couldn't even come up uh, with, with 10 points. Three uh, receptions for 60 yards. Evan Ingram. Four receptions for 28 yards, nine points. The people that I said start them if you're dumpster diving, nine points for a dumpster diving. Feel really good about it. Oh, for, fuck yeah, man. That's good for a dumpster diving. I, I won one of my leagues, a 14-team single QB. I won this week. I won by three points. I had Higby dropped him and picked up fucking uh, – I mean, not Higby. Um, I had uh, Hooper. I dropped him and I put in fucking uh, Evan Ingram. Boom, just like yeah. that. And uh, Evan Ingram that pretty much got me the W in that sense. Evan Ingram got one more point than TJ Hawkinson, who got eight points. Logan Thomas had eight. Let's see. Robert Tunyon, seven. Let's see. Mo Alley Cox, five. Hunter Henry, four. Kyle Pitts, dumpster. Here's, a, here's our dumpster fire. Kyle Pitts with four points. Seven targets, two receptions. That's it. And Marcus uh, Mariota posts the love the tight end. Yeah, they were. Uh, he was getting blanketed in Joku two, Brait two, Austin Hooper two, Gasicki one, Komet zero. That's the the biggest dumpster fire. Komet was zero. 
I, 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 I'm not proud. I started committing two leagues. Fuck me. Yeah, I started him in one or two leagues as well. And uh, Dawson Knox, we'll just mention him again because he was a big-ass dumpster fire. <coughs> he in there riding shotgun with fucking Allen Robinson mobbing through the town, dumping dumpster shit. All right. I need to buy, I need to pick up some flour today. Now, real quick, we're going to go through the kickers where I'm literally just going to name off the top 10 kickers and what points they got. And Can we gonna, not and say we did? No, I'm going to do it real quick just for people who want to, who want that info. Hey, give me, young, give me the young ho. And then we're going to go defense, team defense real quick after that. Literally just going to name out the top 10 and the points scored. And then we're going to get into IDP and spend a little bit of time there. And uh, so top 10 for the kickers. We got Koo at 18. The uh, young we, got, ho. we got York with Cleveland, 16. Uh, Suck up, 14. Boswell, 13. Joseph for Minnesota, 13. Patterson for the Jags, 11. Sanders for the Dolphins, 10. Fairbane with uh, the Texans, um, uh, 10. Uh, Butker. Uh, nine got hurt, but uh, came back. And then uh, Carlson also had nine. And then Will Lutz had nine as well. Right. right. Now, on to... Maybe in team defenses, you don't need to say the points, just the order, because like points are different for team defenses all over the land, fantasy landscape. Yeah, and I, I have this as sleeper's default in here. So, okay. we got, so we got the Steelers at number one. We got Dolphins at two, Bills at three, uh, Chargers at four. In uh, in Iggy's league, I drafted the Dolphins and the Chargers because um, it's really uh, important to have two defenses. I started the Dolphins, mm-hmm. so I, I did it the right way, I'm sure. But pretty stoked about that because I play in like zero leagues with like Team D other than me Iggy. too. I'm in that same league with you, and I got I got the Pennsylvania teams. I got both. I got the Steelers and the Eagles. Killed it. Felt, felt good about it. Ravens at number five. Uh, Minnesota at six. Tampa Bay at seven. Titans at eight. And then uh, Rams at nine. And then the Bears at, uh, at number 10. There we go. There is no number 10. <laughs> Fuck that. All right, now let's get into this IDP life section. And uh, I'm going to start off with the linebackers first. And uh, this is probably going to be one of the huge, huge pickups of the week is going to be Alex Highsmith. 44 points um, after TJ Watt, you know, left. He was that dude. He was last um, last year when TJ Watt left a couple games. He came in and was killing it. Uh, Khalil Mack. Uh, well, actually, Alex Highsmith. IDP. One, two, three scoring. 44 points. Hey, I'll be right back. My little man's waking up. All right. 44 points for Alex Highsmith. Khalil Mack, 42 points. TJ Watt, even though he left early, 37 points. Let's see. Gruger Hill, Kamu Gruger Hill. Go pick him up right away. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent in your IDP league. 37 points. Devin White. Coming in, killing it, 36 points. Jordan Hicks, 33. Von Miller, 28. 
Pete Warner, 28. Micah Parsons, 27. Um, what's his first name? Trayvon. Yeah, Trayvon Walker, 25. Is this Robert Weaver? Rashad Weaver, 25. Michael Walker, bald also. Possible free agent, 24 points. Roquan Smith, balling. Miles Jack, if he's a free agent, go pick him up, 21 points. Nick Bolton, if he's a free agent, go pick him up, 21 points. And then uh, Rashawn, uh, Rashawn Gary for Green Bay coming in hot, uh, 20 points right out the gate. Juwan Bentley for the uh, for the Patriots coming in with 20 points. And uh, Matt Judon continuing the dominance coming in at 19 points. And then uh, Patrick Queen, I really liked seeing this. Nineteen points, big time game for Patrick Queen. I expected a, a really big third year breakout for him. Uh, Ola Kuhn with nineteen. I mean, we have so many guys in here. C.J. Mosley at eighteen. Really, you're anywhere close to the twenty range. I mean, these running backs are scoring, you know, twenty to thirty points. You know, the top running backs. You're anywhere close to twenty points as an IDP guy. We're loving it. Logan Wilson continuing. Jermaine Pratt continuing, Christian Kirksey continuing, Edmonds, yeah, Okariki 16, nice. A lot of studs here in the linebacker position for week one. Let's get into, wait for this, uh, wait for this timestamp to come in, and we'll get into the defensive lineman now. And uh, on Sleeper, you could play Highsmith, uh, Khalil Mack, TJ Watt. You could play them all at the D-line. So cheat codes right there. And uh, Miles Garrett, though, killing it. I told you guys he was going to destroy Baker Mayfield. Got two big sacks in there. I guaranteed two sacks for Miles Garrett, and that's what he logged. And uh, let's see, what's Hughes' first name? Jerry Hughes. For the Texans, 34 points. Quiddy Pay, a guy who I've been who I was talking about a lot this offseason and uh killing it. 31 points. Um, Jeffrey Simmons, 31, Von Miller, 38. Because you can play him as a linebacker or DB. Same with Michael Parsons, 27. Same with Trayvon Walker and Rashawn Weaver. Let me see. Max Crosby, 22. Um, Darren Payne, 22, Joey Bosa, 21, Greg Rousseau, killing it, 21, Boogie Basham, killing it, 21 points, Rashawn Gary, you could play him at DL as well, 20 points, Jordan Phillips, 20 points, Buffalo, Nick Bosa, 19, Cameron Hayward, 18, starting off strong, AJ Apeneneza, I don't know how to say his last name, uh, 18, Daniel Hunter, 17, Jonathan Allen, 17, Agba, 17. I like it. Dunlap, 16. Um, Josh Allen for the Jags, 15. Melvin Ingram, 15. He got that touchdown. All right. All right, and we got... The DBs up last. Minka Fitzpatrick just straight killing the game. 42 points. He had the interception. He had the touchdown. Had the sack. Like he had some, or the, the blocked punt, I mean, or the blocked field goal. Killing it. 
Uh, Marcus Williams, 34 points. Woo! Straight out the gate. Um, Talanoa Hufungo, not even Hufunga, not even sure who that is, but 11 tackles on the day, 33 points. Tracy Walker, I, I don't know what was up with Sleeper. They had him projected as like zero points for the whole offseason, even though he was going to be the starter. Comes out top five at the DB 31. 31 points. And then we got Brandon Jones coming in at 30 points. Ooh, Legereus Sneed, 29 points. I like it. And uh, Jonathan Owens, 29 points. Who's Hobbs? Nate Hobbs, 25 points. Who's D Forrest? Derek Forrest. There we go. 24 points. Witherspoon, 23. This time, oh, Troy Hill. Yeah, he was getting targeted a bunch. 23 points. Derwin James, 21. Harrison Smith, 21. Jonathan Abram, 21. Kevin Byard, 20. Antoine Winfield, 20. Buddha Baker, 20. Marcus May, 20. Desmond King, 20. Asante Samuel Jr. with that interception, 20. Ooh, Jeff Okuda. Haven't seen uh, him being a, a top guy in a while. Uh, 20 points. And then we got Marcus Epps. 20 points. A lot of studs in there. Ooh, Richie Grant. 19 points. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Richie Grant. Someone who I've been beating the drum for since last year. And he is finally starting this year. Richie Grant. Get him on your radar, baby. Oh, yeah. James Bradbury getting that interception. Jalen Thompson handling biz, 18 points. Oh, yeah. Amani Hooker, 16 points. Ooh, Jalen Petrie. Peacock was uh, telling me about him, 16 points. Javon Holland, 15, not too shabby. Xavier Woods, X, gonna give it to you, 15 points. I got to get that drop for those guys. All right. Not too shabby. And uh, appreciate all you guys rocking with me on this overreaction Monday. Studs, duds, IDPs. Let's talk about uh, the last thing we're going to talk about some of these injuries. And uh, and we're going to have more. We're going to have more news on uh, on fantasy news today. So just make sure that. Uh, that you guys are uh, are checking in on that. Let me see here. Oh man, Tracy Walker got ejected. What the hell happened to him in the game? Something uh, we'll find out more on fantasy news today. No way, Antonio said I'm out in the guillotine league. Don't you have a uh, Monday night players going? I swore you did. Let me see. Let's go check this real quick for Antonio. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. Say it ain't so, Antonio. Say it ain't so. Oh, you don't have any more players. So 97 points. Damn. Antonio.
Damn it, Antonio. <coughs> Damn it, Antonio. Sorry to see that, that you are out of the guillotine league. I mean, you would need something super fluky because there's one person with less points than you, but it looks like he's got a few people going tonight. Damn. And Bogard scraped through with like, he, he got you by like five points. Damn. Sorry, Antonio. Um, that sucks. All right. Let's get into some of these injuries here. And uh, let's see. We got uh, T Higgins uh, suffered a concussion ruled out. Um, not looking good. Um, well, we'll see what happens for, uh, for week two. Oh man. And Bogard back to hear the news. Antonio is the one who's going to be out of the guillotine league. No. Why does it have to be our birthday? I know it was just you guys. Uh, he had 97 and, and some change, almost 98 points. And you had 102 and some change. Well, you know, I, I, I will carry the badge. Of, I'll carry this like a badge of honor. And my badge says Antonio birthday twin. We're going to take it for, we're cut everybody's head off for him. Man, hey, you know what? I'm going to real quick go back to my man. He's Ufunga, bruh. I, I have him in every dynasty league. And he was one of those guys when I needed to cut somebody, I cut him because I could pick him back up. And then I was able to get him back everywhere except for Song because he's the only other Niner. Swooped him up real fast. And then in another one, Candlestick swooped him up <laughs> real fast. I was like, ah, why did I try to hide him? Man. My, my team killed it in the guillotine league. And I was so nervous because I started with Cam Akers getting zero. But then uh, I had Kirk Cousins who did all right. Had A.J. Brown who killed it. Had Travis Kelsey who killed it. And then Jarvis Landry in an 18-team league. I had him starting. Killed it. Nice. I'm so excited to spend some of this money. Yeah, we're going to see. It's going to be uh, – I, I don't who, know what who, I'm going to – Who does Antonio got on his team? Let's see. We're going, we're going shopping. He's got Tim Brady. There's a reason. There's the reason why he lost. Fucking sucks. Him and Austin Eckler. Those are probably his first two picks right there. Uh, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson. There's another reason why he fucking lost. Allen Robinson shit the bed. Hunter Renfro shit the bed for him. He had Garrett Wilson and Rashad Bateman. They, they exceeded expectations according to sleeper, but not a bad roster, but um, yeah, he had Danny Pesos on the bench. Um, that's crazy. He starts Danny Pesos over Tom Brady. He uh, he makes it. He starts Hilliard over Renfro or Jacoby Myers. He makes it. He starts yeah, Jamal he's... Williams over Renfro. Maybe that Myers. maybe that one could have been feasible. All the other ones were like he made the right moves. Right for sure. I mean he made. I mean yeah. you know just saying that's what's crazy. Like this yeah. week one uh, fluky shit that happens. Um, it's dope. I mean, last year week. happened to me, bro. I had a killer squad. I thought. I'm the highest scoring team. I'm the highest scoring team in the guillotine league uh week one. Well, at least as of now, it looks like Devin uh he's got a handful more players and he could overpass me. And uh team Papa something could pass me. But I'm feeling good, man. AJ Brown and Travis Kelsey on the same squad. Yep. And I'm pretty yeah, and, let, and I'm pretty sure like AJ Brown was uh probably like my third, second or third pick. You know and what's cool is that people People might not spend too much money on a Rob here. I mean, 
Uh, last year, I I feel like I I kind of lost um, by by taking a whole bunch by spending a bunch of money early uh, week one, and so I'm not even gonna bid on anybody like at all. Like I'm just gonna. I mean, unless I, I have mean, there's Austin Eckler over there. Yeah, there is, but someone's gonna spend up like crazy. So I mean, that's what it comes down to. Because uh, you want Austin Eckler, you're gonna have to drop like six hundred bucks or something. You know, you're how gonna much, have to how much Fetty we got? A thou wow. You got a thou wow. Mm. Yeah, not doing that. Not, not not gonna blow my load like that. You're right. I probably I'm gonna see if I get a rob for like like twenty dollars. It's a mar- it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And the dude who won last year, he he didn't blow his load. Like when it came to the end, like after week ten, and he was the one who had all the money, and he started swooping. You know, some, some smart players. It it really propelled him, uh, and really it was the last two guys because Derek. Shout out to the islands. He came in second, so close. Both teams were just um, just completely stacked. You know, by the last week, you know, and it's really it's like decision making was where it was about decision making for sure. And who was the one spending up the money to get the top players in the end to keep them away from your opponent? Because mm-hmm. when you get down to the last five six players. It's really all about who has the money, you know, down then. Got to make it a lot of weeks, though, to make it that far. I think I got eliminated in week 11 or 12, something like that. I barely made it halfway. And all right, so let's uh, let's get into these injuries here. And uh, we got a handful to talk about. But uh, the flagship show of the channel, Fantasy News Today. Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. You guys got to be here because that's when we go into more depth. We're just going to talk about some names right now, put them on your radar for injuries, and then uh, Fantasy News Day will give you more um, info on these injuries. Let me do Elijah Mitchell for the people. Go ahead. Elijah Mitchell. (laughs) Knee injury. Knee injury. Uh, Yeah, tough there. Um, T Higgins, oh, and let me do Lance too. Go ahead, uh, ego injured, big blow to his ego after this game. So, uh, some big names we got T Higgins suffered a concussion, Dak Prescott, uh, gonna need to go, um, undergo surgery for his hand. That one's a big time blow there. His thumbs down, offensive lineman for the Cowboys goes down, uh, J uh, Ron Curse. Also goes down. So a lot of big blows for the Cowboys. <laughs> their QB offensive line and their secondary all taking blows right there. Uh for the Green Bay Packers, uh Quay Walker um suffered an injury. Hopefully that's um nothing too serious. It was his yeah. shoulder. Tough for the rookie. Yep, he's gonna fall way behind, especially with the linebacker core being that nasty already. Yep. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, Trayvon Morig hurt his hip. Brandon Bolden got hurt as well. Uh, Denzel Perryman uh, left the game as well. That fucking sucks. Got a lot uh, of he's Denzel doing Denzel Perryman. Perryman. He, now that he got his bag, he's doing Denzel Perryman things. Yeah, motherfucker. And uh, for the Chargers, Keenan Allen, hamstring. Ooh. He never came back, and they got the game on Thursday. Okay, you want to hear something cool? So Here. there was, I mean, maybe I'll say this for a new show. Well, now you got to say it. Okay, well, Keenan Allen, mind you, this is him saying it. He said, he said he doesn't believe it's a serious hamstring like hamstrings he's had in the past. We'll see. I'm not trusting it. 
can't, can't, can't <laughs> he's trust. not playing Thursday for show. Yeah, can't can't trust Mister Don't Sit Me Keenan. <laughs> not fucking with it. Um, for the Patriots, Mac Jones and Adrian Phillips get hurt. Uh, Mac Jones, it was a back injury. Um, the the what's it called the um, the X rays came back negative, but still back injury in week one. Not something that we like to hear. Not a single QB guy, but you super flex freaks out there. And uh, TJ Watt, probably the biggest blow. Well, him and Najee, but TJ, biggest blow. A torn pectoral muscle. I mean, we don't know 100% yet, but uh, I mean, he this said it too. The season. He said it when they showed him he's walking off with the trainer, like on the off the field. And you see him, he said, I tore my fucking pec. Yeah. He fucking words it. Yeah. Or, or no. he mouthed it to, to the fucking trainer. Yeah, so that sucks. I mean, this is something that could keep him out the entire year. Huge blow for IDP. Uh, huge blow. Huge blow for the Steelers. We'll wait until we have official news um, before we uh, pull out the crossroads for him. Uh, Najee hurts his foot in the end of the game, and uh, but he was walking with the boot. Didn't take him to the hospital or anything. They said it's not perceived to be serious. Let's keep our fingers crossed because. Uh, I mean that would that would totally fuck the Steelers and a lot of teams. TJ Watt. There's a lot of people. There's already a lot of uh, like well, not a lot, just one. I, I fuck with fantasy doctors, and he fears it's a high ankle, and that'll be like four or five weeks. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. So we'll see. We're not talking um, waiver wires yet. That'll be on tomorrow's shows. Wake and bake. We're always going to be talking about some uh, some waiver wire pickups, you know, amongst other things. Oh yeah, and we're gonna uh, dur- during the um, the wake and bakes. That's where we're going to be recapping the spread tournament that we're doing. Yeah, we'll have a few things on the docket for those yeah. shows. We'll make sure that we cover a couple things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, it's it's always going to be Fridays when we cover. Uh, we're going to cover the best ball tournament. You know, the highest scoring teams. We're going to be doing recaps and previews for the dynasty squads. Uh, we're going to be doing um, the Debo Snatcher Chain League. It's going to be intense. And uh, I must say, in one of them, I won my matchup, and I'm about to steal Justin Herbert. And oh my gosh, it feels so nice. <laughs> oh, I'm about to get got. Damn, Bogey's about to get about to get your chain snatched. You didn't tuck it in? <laughs> no, nah, bro, we ain't tucking shit because we got other things tucked that go blam. <laughs> you feel me? Jared, Jared said it. I heard it could be four to six weeks. Uh, partial tear for Watt. Definitely fingers crossed. Let's cross those fingers. We don't want to see Watt out for the entire season for IDP purposes. Fuck no. And uh, we got a question on Twitch. What is this? ITR. tricks. I tricks gaming. Uh, should I send Aaron Jones and Deontay for uh, for Jettas? Who's Jettas? Jefferson. Oh yeah, I do it. I mean, fuck yeah, if man. I can Any- pull that off, yeah. Any way that I could get Jefferson, but honestly, who's gonna want to trade Jefferson after yesterday? For Deontay and Aaron Jones, unless unless that guy's team is riddled with all these injured guys we were talking about. <laughs> right, and so a lot of yeah. I, I, w- I would want Jefferson, but if I had Jefferson, there's no way in hell that I'm coming off him. Like, even with the – No, but, but what if you have Jefferson and you have all, this list of all these guys that busted and, and injured, like, that that he might be over – he might be uh, he, he might be able to get him on emotion. 
I mean, uh, so <laughs> there was one year, um, it was, it was 2015, the year when DeAndre Hopkins just went yay, yay. And uh, I had him, all my other team got injured and uh, I was just fucked. And everyone, every single week, multiple times a week, I'm getting uh, Hopkins offers. I stuck with him because he was the only thing that made me happy about the team. And I was like, you know what? I'll go down with the ship. But just having DeAndre Hopkins on my team and uh, just as good as he is, like that brings me a little bit of joy that I was on him before everybody else was. See, for me, it's like I'm going to flip something and always try to – if I need to repair something in my mind, I'm flipping flipping until I'm repairing it. You know how I am. Yeah. And like it sometimes it goes one way or it goes the other way, obviously. But it's it also went the right way. Cor- it's also people come and correct with the offers. It's true. That's yeah, the big then, part of if it people all. see you at desperation, they're trying to give you these these offers thinking you're desperate. Yeah, like if you're gonna overpay me, like that's what we're talking about. It's gotta be such an overpay that I'm like, all right, let's do it. This will really help me improve. But if it's not yeah. being like, why am I going to sell Jefferson for five quarters? I wouldn't even sell him for five quarters. I need like eight quarters, you know, or six quarters, something like that. Yeah. He's a shiny ass dollar. I ain't giving him away. Yeah. I mean, because I would say that's cheap to get him. You're sending him two guys that are coming straight off a week one flop. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I don't think, and I think both of those guys won't be a flop. Yeah. The but I'm season. just saying it's a tough timing. Sell. That the guy who is not the best. <laughs> yeah, the guy who has Jefferson's got to be in a bad spot to even consider that. And if he is, pounce oh, on him. You know there he goes. Says he has Mitchell, Godwin, and Higgins. So I mean, there See? you go. I'm not See? saying no, I'm not saying don't send the offer. I'm saying send the offer. I'm just playing devil's advocate on the other side. Um, if I had Jefferson myself, so you want to come correct with the offer? That's what you want to do because you yeah. may only get one shot. Yeah, I mean, shit. This is a good time to do it. That guy, Man, I got to get the eight-mile drop. It was like perfect timing for that. <laughs> you only get one shot, one opportunity. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Antonio said, uh, you're up 170 to 139, and he's got Penny left. So what are we talking about? What league is that? Oh, oh, is, is that um, the Debo? One of the Debo leagues? Hold on, let's see. He's talking about is he playing you against you? Yeah, what do you, which league are you talking about, Antonio? Yeah, in the deep in the second Debo Snatcher Chain League, I'm out of players. He's got Russ Wilson, DK Metcalf, but I'm beating him by like almost a hundred points. Damn. So it could be done with this scoring that we got, but it's gonna take monster games out of those guys. You know what it's gonna take? A Monday night miracle. And uh, if I could pull this off. So on this team, I got Nick Chubb, who still put up, I mean, 21 points in the Hustler scoring 141 yards. He still did his thing. He just didn't get the touchdowns. Um, And I got Cooper Cup, Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, man. And who saved it for me? Who saved the day? Because Aaron Rodgers flopped. It was Carson Wentz. 48 points. Damn, I got James Robinson and I got Jarvis Landry on the bench in this league. Oh man, it's nasty. And I can I got AJ Green as a starter. I got AJ Green as a starter. I'm gonna send him AJ Green for like Russell Wilson or C- CMC. <laughs> uh, no, don't count because you're doing it right there. Don't count the chips yet. 
It's happening, man. Russ is gonna do good, but he's gonna he's gonna put up like fifty points. Yeah, he's down a hundred. What am I saying? Like Russ is gonna put up like fifty points. I don't think DK Metcalf is putting up, you know, fifty points himself. But yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. I don't want to count my chickens. Um, but it is nice that I got AJ Green as a starter. Um that is funny. Man, he's going to be so pissed. Whatever it is, whatever. We'll see what happens tomorrow. That's when all these trades are You going. know what? I need a Monday Night Miracle myself, too, man. I need Jordan Brooks to, like, have five sacks. Yeah, let's see. Um, where's Bogies? I'm in the other Debo, the IDP one. Oh, he's got Javante still. And, and, and Sutton. Yeah, I'm and you dead. Really got... Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. At least you live to fight another day. Um, it'll just be one man down. That's it. Hopefully and, he uh, loves Jalen Tolbert. I mean, um, I guess the, the thing that uh, that you have working in your favor, I mean, Amari Cooper looks like his worst starter. Tyler Boyd, CEH. I mean, those are like Brees Hall, you know, but <laughs> he trades you Brees Hall, you're going to like it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be like, word. I mean, and then like, I mean, if he takes my QBs, I have. Well, who do I have, Baker? You got Hertz and Brady and Baker. Yeah, you got Baker as a third. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This league is going to get so be, interesting. I'm going to be mad all year that, I, that you, I, I got you to talk me into this one. I just threw 54 bucks away. <laughs> I realized, too, week one, you're only going to have fun if you can pull it off week one because then you're going to need to get lucky. There's, like, no skill in this. I drafted, I drafted for week one and, um, I mean, um, and at least, and at least in the first, you know, it's funny. Here goes the conversation. I go, you know, for the Debo snatch a chain league, I'm like, you think I'm crazy for going like week one? Like, I mean, you shit, you got to do what you got, whatever it is. Like you be whatever curve answer. I'm like, this motherfucker was thinking the same shit. <laughs> and he trying to throw me off the scent. <laughs> and, uh, cause yeah, I got, uh, Mahomes. Uh, we knew that was going to be a big game. Uh, James Conner, even though he had, I guess, a down game, still 24 points. Yeah, Aaron Jones kind of fluked me. But A.J. Brown and Gabe Davis carried me a little bit, got Juju. I mean, I played Hardman. Um, Kyler Murray, you know who killed it, though. Patrick Queen. Hayward got 18 points. Kevin Byard got uh, 20 points. And I even I even got Flacco in there at the at the bench. Um, I got him and Jared Goff on the bench just in case. That's funny. I need to move him to the uh, the Wilson, um, to the Wilson team. And uh, I tricks gaming. I got Brady, Eckler, Aaron Jones. Well you, well, you can't move him if he's on your bench, right? Or you can. Oh no 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 you okay. can't. I'm no no no. I mean uh, like literally move him in an actual trade, not a forced trade. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Good shit. Cause, uh, cause now I'm about to steal. Oh, now it's, oh, now it's my strategy too. Cause this one's already, this one's already done. The Debo one, I've, I've officially already won. Unless, yeah. uh, unless there's an eight point swing in IDP uh, stat corrections, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, pretty yeah, nice. Sleepers, sleepers, good at uh, correcting it all, like, like minutes after the games. Now there's still stat corrections. I know, but I'm saying like minutes after the game is like when I see, I'll see the ship and I usually don't see too much after, you know what I mean? See, it's crazy because, um, I mean, he's got Herbert and Barkley (laughs) and, uh, I mean, I got to take Herbert, but just because as a whole, I know that he's going to score more, you know, than Barkley. Mm -hmm. 
But man, Barkley would be so juicy. But then you could trade him, you know, one of your QBs and a running back and bring back Barkley if you wanted. You know what I mean? That'd be you, be you being generous. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like See, Come this on, man. Gets, this is where it gets real Let's dicey. do it the right way. <laughs> this is where it gets real dicey. This is what I'm supposed to be. This is why I hated not doing good in week one. I was supposed to have the most fun in this league. <laughs> Now you're the and one then, and then knowing my luck, I'm gonna be playing someone next week who's coming off a victory and they got a shiny new toy, they're all armed to the gills. Let's see. Um ooh. <laughs> ooh, you're playing the guy who put up the most points in week one. See? He has Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Lenny, Pittman, uh Christian Kirk, uh Corduroy Pimpin. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Miles Garrett, Von Miller, and um, then I and then to keep my own integrity, I have to like, keep, I have to not. Ooh, not. he's going up against the guy who has uh, Diggs and Jefferson. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun in that league. <laughs> I curve that league for two months. This motherfucker gets me in it. Oh man, uh, it's, it's gonna be fun. And Chris he started just he's, it came to a point you're like you're in the league like I'm like no I'm not like, yeah you're in it <laughs> and crispy said check my Debo when you got a chance oh crispy hey um, hold on I gotta shake my my, my little man just right, good. we're about to real. shut this down anyways appreciate yeah. you coming on homie as always. as always oh yeah for sure man all love you already yeah, know yeah. Yeah, bro. Jeez. so uh crispy um He's only got Rashad Penny, and man, Crispy's team went off. Uh, well, I mean, Joe Burrow, not so much, but Chase, Dylan, Christian Kirk, Jameis Winston, and you got a Isaiah Pacheco on the bench. And uh, let me see. He's got Cook. He's got Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. Ooh, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, very interesting. Very interesting. All right. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. And, uh, oh, let me see. What's his trick say? So, I mean, um, he said, what packages do I send for players? I mean, that, that's so many. Like, it, it's all team dependent. Um, what I'd recommend, it's Tricks Gaming, is getting uh, joining the crew so I can help you with uh, a little bit more than just uh, comments here. I need to be able to... Uh, I need to be able to diagnose other teams in your leagues and things like that to be able to tell you what packages to send. If you go get joined up at 420 Crew, dot org you can officially join the crew if you get on the superstar tier or higher you're going to get direct dm access to me get into the elite tier or all access tier because then you actually get my bat line and uh, it's service like no other and antonio said send me a trade in the debo one after that guy steals his player from my team all right (laughs) here we go and uh, we're getting up out of here. I'll smoke this bowl real quick, and then uh, we'll peace out, everybody. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this in for me and you. Take advantage, man. <coughs> All right. Woo. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a fun. <laughs> It just grow like that. And if you should something, just set it on fire. There are some effects. Woo! Oh, man. Oh, man. Peace out, everybody.
We'll see you at one for FNT. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.